that cable guy or no? They never said I'm not your buddy, huh? He was you like, know, um, you, you know who buddy? you know who would really like. I've seen the movie, but you know who would really like. You would you would like to get into some D cuts with about uh, Cable Guy, Jim? If he was ever on it's, the show, again. it's one of Jim's favorite movies. Really? Okay. Yeah, oh man, yeah, Jim. Jim, I almost didn't get into. I almost didn't watch Cable Guy at all, just because he referenced it so often. <laughs> it's like how I reference Doom so often that, that, that he, he won't even watch Doom now. Yeah. Like, because you just <laughs> well, not the movie, you know, the game. Like, I, oh, I okay. reference Doom so often that people would never want to play the game just because I talk about it so much. Yeah, that's kind of right. why I've never watched Cable Guy. I yeah. Never, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> the other. Jim. The movie, no, not because of Jim, just no, because just it, was, in general. it was one of those movies. Uh, but you're not a real big Jim Carrey person, Norma. I like Jim Carrey. Do you? I, what, what's oh, your favorite? Liar, liar. I love it. Oh, him. yeah, that's right. Liar, liar is amazing. Oh, me, yeah. myself, and Irene is good, too. Yeah, that's not a bad one. It's uh, me, myself, and Irene. Lesser. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not as big on that one. Me, myself, and Irene is the one that has the the uh, whitey, right? It, does, it has the, what's, uh, the what's, what's the what's the kind of. Uh, an albino, right? An albino is a person who's born without any skin pigment. Yeah, right. There's an albino character, and me, myself, and Irene. Isn't that right? Can Where we like make, a- um, Can we say the the top product of uh, of Ritz and Frito Lay's uh, product line in reference to that, or will we be canceled? Crackers. <laughs> oh, cracker. No, no. He's <laughs> he's called Whitey because he's an albino. It's like. Yeah, but it was like his alternate personality that referred to him as Whitey because he would just say things that are horrendous as his alternate. You know, I'm kind of like me, myself, Irene, except for I'm just the guy that does all the terrible things and says all the terrible things. You don't have the split personalities. You just we're going to need a price check on Vagisil. That's (laughs) Vagisil. You can just smell which register (laughs) or what? How does that line go? He's like, you'll notice you'll notice an odor coming from the correct register or something like that. It's so funny, dude. Like, you know, I was never really big on that movie. I can't really remember a lot of quotes. I still haven't figured out if it's because I'm not fond of Renee Zellweger that much or I'm like, not that I don't like her. I just she doesn't really move the needle for me. I think Renee Zellweger has to be one of those people that is way more attractive in real life than they look on film or in a picture. I'm about to show my age. What is that movie with Steve Martin? The Jerk. Oh, L.A. Story was so fun. We just talked about this last last week. We, that's when Did last you just week, watch it normally? Last week was when I was playing the, the clips from The Jerk. I grew up as a poor black child. You're talking about that one, right? I don't need anything. I don't oh, need I you. Oh, I wasn't there. I, yes, you were. No, I wasn't there. Oh, was I? I promise you were. Yep. <laughs> Play the tape. Yeah. What do you care? What, uh, I, what don't re- I remember you and I talking about it. I don't remember. I'm old. <laughs> we talked about it on the out. show. Yeah. <laughs> Next month, yeah. I'm officially old. Gary. Yeah. She tuned us out, Brad. You tuned us out, Norma. We, we, Jim, and I were there. I have a tendency to. I have a tendency to do that to people. (laughs) I I talk about, like, for instance, when I bring up baseball, I know that Gabe and I are like the only two people in the world excited about the 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 World Series this week. No, my season's done. Oh, you're done once the Padres are out. (laughs) Well, plus it's the Dodgers too. Like, oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, the crazy thing about the Dodgers is they're so very clearly the best team. Right, and I hate so, it. It would have been cool if the Braves won because they're so full of like young new guys that were all homegrown, and it's kind of cute. But and man. I could have rubbed it in my cousin's face. Yeah, Dodgers and who? Dumb Dodger loving face. It's going to be the Dodgers and the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. They're hey. not the Devil Rays anymore, Brad. You're canceled. I know, but uh, they. Wh- why did they do that, anyways? To because the Devil was no. That can't be it. The dude. Redskins roll. Yeah, the Redskins roll, man. 
Because the devil went down to Georgia? And he never went back to Tampa. Did you ever listen to that, Gabe? Remember I told you to listen to that Jim Cornette breakdown uh, storytelling based on devil went down to Georgia? No, like I was Dude. telling you that day. I feel like I've heard it before. Dad, or, like, I, no, I just heard him reference it. But no, I do still need to listen it's to perfect. that, especially now that we're back in show mode. It should it should be played at, at wrestling schools. Like, this is how it's done, guys. I bet Every, you we have. Everyone's going to sit down and listen to Devil Went Down to Georgia. <laughs> oh, you know, what, uh, our newest trainer, the one that, um, you, you know, um, uh, half of the, let's say, the Cookies and Cream tag team. Yeah. Um, he, Canceled. Uh, the one that we have training now, yeah. He um he made them all watch Training Day, <laughs> like that was their exercise. That, that was like one That's of the funny. first exercises he brought in was like everyone go watch Training Day. So now you have to get go get my training. Not not what's your favorite movie, but in terms of the concept of the story, what's your favorite movie, Gabe? In like what regard? In what like context? like not necessarily your favorite movie, but the the movie that you were like that is a great story, even if the movie wasn't great, but you're like that story was so good. Oh man, this is a, a tough one. I'm gonna have to wreck my room, uh, wreck my brain. Um, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Either Taking Lives or Memento are 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 two of the movies that are not the greatest movies ever, but I, the ideas, uh-huh. like the story that's told in those movies, is pretty awesome. So Taking Lives is where a guy um, hides away from society in plain sight by stealing people's identities okay. and just living their life for them. So he'll like he'll murder someone and then just and obs- assimilate into their life. Okay. Like with and their Memento isn't that about snuff films or something? No, Memento is about a guy like have a guy enacting vigilante justice with a, another guy that has like uh some sort of strange uh memory issue. Very weird movie. It's a good movie. It's actually it's the uh, it's the guy that did the Batman movies, uh Christopher Nolan. Okay. Yeah, real good and movie. Because I want to say I've seen that. The first ones that come to mind, obviously, anytime you ask me a movie, I'm going to say Boiler Room. And it's literally right in the bookshelf next to me. So I just looked up <laughs> with uh, Giovanni Ribisi and Ben Affleck and Vin Diesel and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, this is basically he like he tries to straighten out his life by getting a real job, closes down the casino he runs in his apartment in New York, and then ends up working for like just a completely off the rails like non-legitimate stock firm and then the help he like helps the fbi get them instead and then he has to figure and then it really has no ending like he just it's <laughs> one of those like okay what next and then the movie ends so like, i asked i asked you what your favorite story in a movie was and you told me the one that didn't have an ending yeah well oh, I, I, love you, I, I love I, it i i'm telling you what you would like monday night raw these days uh, uh, well, on the other end, and I was gonna say, I just watched Vanilla Sky. Same thing. No one like I love movies. That Norma don't likes Vanilla Sky. No, I. Don't. I, I. You didn't like Vanilla Sky? I don't think so. The one with uh, Cameron Diaz um, and, and Vanilla. Oh yeah, yeah that was a bit. You know what my favorite two movies are? Not the not your favorite movie. The ones your favorite story in a movie. That's what I'm telling. You. Okay. The first one would be Far and Away with Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise. Uh huh. Back in the day. And the other one is a movie that I don't even think was very popular. I think you may have watched it, but it was called Frequency. Oh, yeah, you do like that. No, I haven't seen it. That was an awesome I have awesome Gabe, have movie. you ever heard of Far and Away? Um, I feel like I have, but I might just be thinking of the idiot. Yeah, hold on. I, I have, hold on a second. I'm going to look up Far and Away. It's so an I can... old, old movie. <laughs> very old Oh, movie. and not to... Not to Tom not Cruise to was a your, boxer. Your, 
Tom Cruise was a well, boxer. That's not that old. It's only from 1992. And he was married to Nicole Kidman. He was married. Yes, to me, 1992 is not that far away anymore. Right. Oh, they, I'm they throw came one over out here there from not Ireland. To, not to steal your far and away thunder, Norma, but I was just <laughs> looking at my shell. Idiocracy. That's my answer to this question. Oh, that's a I good love one. the story yeah. of idiocracy. I never heard of that. It's a, it's a Mike Judge, the guy who did Office Space and um, like Beavis and Butthead and King of the Hill. See that, he that has a movie, basically the. Uh, what's up? No, go ahead. Oh yeah, I was going to say basically, Norma. The plot line is a guy is a very average, know nothing, like just middle of the road type of guy here in the present day. He something happens. He ends up basically like getting frozen. Travels forward through time. And the society has devolved so much that everybody's a bunch of just like idiots and nincompoops. So basically, he becomes the smartest man on earth. So like stuff that would make common sense, like, oh, why don't we water plants? Oh, my God. Wow, that's the coolest thing ever. Look, they're growing. I just I just spoiled the ending of the movie for myself. That sounds like the most hideous movie I've ever seen. I was going to say that sounds like me. Sounds like I feel most of the time. No, I'm talking about I'm talking Uh, about Far and Away. away. Far and Away has the worst ending I've ever heard. Why? He's (laughs) his he gets fully revived when revived when she reciprocates his love. By the way, Joseph is supposed to die, and then he's, like, revived when Shannon finally falls in love with him. How stupid is that? It's very good. Oh, my God. That is the cheesiest. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. I don't care. If that it's movie a chick gets... flick. You, you know what's... Uh, you know well, what frequency you would like. What's one of the worst... One of the worst stories in a movie I've ever seen. The movie was technically competent, but uh, Lake House. Have you ever seen Lake House, Gabe? Yes, they Oh, my God. I don't think I've seen that. Bro. You know how, like, whenever you do time travel in a movie, it never makes any sense? It There's always a flaw. There's right, right. There's always a loophole if you'd look for it. You well, gotta ima- look imagine, for it. <laughs> well, now imagine if you try to do time travel and it's not a science fiction movie. So, like, they just don't even care about any rules. Like, it makes no sense whatsoever. Oh, God, do I hate that movie. See, that's for, like, when I'm watching movies, I just have to let go of that. Because, like, even with Vanilla Sky, I'm like, dead or in a coma. He's dead or in a coma, like five <laughs> minutes into the movie. Yeah. I'm like, it's a dream. It's a dream, dream, dead or in a coma. One of the three. What I, about, it's, and, and my girlfriend's just like, just watch. Just watch. I, I had a friend over once and she kept begging me to watch this movie. And she was like, oh, you're going to, it's just one of those movies where you sit there on the edge of your seat and then you are just so shocked by what happens. So we're sitting there watching the movie, watching the movie, and she kept saying, she kept looking at me to see what my reaction was to the movie, you know? <laughs> That's the worst, this by the, the way. That's I'm the assuming worst. this is the sixth sense, right? No, I don't no, know what no? it was, actually. Um, but then it gets to the big... <laughs> it was the entire series of Lost. Supposedly, it's the big climax, <laughs> Empire right? Strikes Back. And I looked at her and I said, <laughs> oh, I suppose she gets hit by a train now or a bus. I can't remember if it was a bus or a train. <laughs> Door the her face dropped but like 10 feet and she was like... I cannot. She wait, She hasn't watched a movie with me since. Gabe, I know you. So I know you're not into Star Trek, but I, very quickly, my brother-in-law. I was I was introducing my brother-in-law into Star Trek, um, and so mm-hmm. I'm relatively knowledgeable about how Star Trek works together, and you know how the different series tie in and don't tie in. That so I'm I'm kind of showing him like the canon, right? And we get to Star Trek Four, and we're sitting down, and there's this big thing flying sp- through space, making all kinds of noise, and, and it's not fi- canon. No, it's just well, yeah. There's like a, a Star cannon. Trek cannon. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's it's pretty a, it, sweet. It's I always it's that. always no, not a cannon. Like the cannon, like like how something is either cannon or non-cannon. 
Like it's part of oh, the accepted. Well, you, you could part you of it just got me to watch like at least twelve hours of Star Trek <laughs> by telling me there waiting, was a waiting for a big cannon. So, yeah. anyways, in Star Trek Four, the beginning of the movie, there's this big, there's this big black cylinder with a with a ball hanging down on the bottom of That's it. That's a cannon, Brad. You just <laughs> described a cannon, and it's making all kinds of noise, and it's and it's shutting things down, basically EMPing everything that it comes gets near, right? And um. He's just sitting there. He's never seen this movie. He doesn't even, he's being introduced into like the Star Trek continuity, right? He looks at me five minutes in the movie and goes, dude, are they going to go get some whales and shut this thing down? And I'm like, dude, that's the entire movie. It's the entire movie. Out of nowhere, he guessed the entire plot of the movie. And Star Trek Four, they travel back in the, they travel back in time into 1984, get humpback whales that had since gone extinct, bring them back to the future, and then shut down the the EMP flying cylinder thing with because the whales speak the language or something like that. And he figured it out five minutes into the movie, dude. I was like, wow. I was like, I'm never watching a movie with you again, dude. I don't want to spoil anything, but did you know that Jim was waiting? Yeah, he he already knows that he's not here for this. Oh, I got yeah. you. Yeah, okay. whoever's not in the cold open is in the green room. Jim's well, last time I got in trouble, today. Gabe, because you were there, and well, yeah. I, I didn't get in trouble. Well, thank you for letting me know, though, because I didn't know, but he knows that he's not on the cold open. Oh, I got you. Okay, got gotcha. you. But maybe I can get him in the cold open. Let me see. Maybe the cold open. I don't get that. I still don't understand the, the terminology of the cold open. It doesn't show him here. You know what he I probably don't understand? Left. Star Trek. Hey, if you bring something from the past into the future, how does the butterfly work, uh, like the butterfly effect work going that way? Yeah, that's that's the problem that always people always run into. From the past like, into the future. Yeah, if you take the if you take two humpback whales. Oh, because so you are Star Trek, the past. Yeah, so like in Star Trek IV's case, if you take humpback whales from hey, 1984 and then bring them into the future, Gabe's saying, what happens <laughs> after that? They're like, we got the whales, and they're like, well, now the canon speaks Egyptian. Now <laughs> you need some Egyptians. <laughs> wow. Good job, guys. Call Ashton Kutcher. The freak did I just walk into? I don't a know, mess. dude. Gabe's is all, already off the rails. You walked I'm into back a to mess, work. Jim. Previously on Broken Link Radio. People are turning in lottery tickets, and those are always the worst of the customers you can get. So I'm already very defensive. Right. But this is pre-mask. This is pre-mask. pre-mask. So we don't have a mask to put on. PM. Got another voicemail. Hey, Brad. This is uh, this is uh, Doug. You know, Doug from uh, Tops. Apologetics is like a uh, is like a uh, like a pseudo science, pseudo logical science, uh, where these guys in the three hundreds and the four hundred used to write really long books and essays about how you can prove that God exists. Said is Bob Lonson the guy you just said? Is that the guy with the Wegmans bags? No, that's Bob Matthews, and I was I'm still digging up some awesome, <laughs> awesome audio for him. But you know what the problem is with Bob Matthews, Jim? Is they don't even put him on the iHeartRadio stuff. Like they don't even he's on the station, but they don't acknowledge that he's there. <laughs> The following program is intended for mature audiences. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Bradley C. Baker. Jim Haterly. Broken Link Radio. 10, 9, 8, 
seven, six, five, five, five four, four, three, three two, 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 one. Our enemies are innovative and resourceful. And so are we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people. And neither do we. This is the best we can do, folks. This is what we have to offer. It's what our system produces. Garbage in, garbage out. We're here because you're looking for the best of the best of the best. Sir. Trailer trash, dark clothes wearing, too soon sex doing, four-letter wording, hoodlum Oreo eater. And we've done deep research on this. They still have their butts wiped for them. I have taken drugs before, and uh, I had a real good time. Don't talk to me, all right? Knock it off! Thank you! Government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. That broadcast school has really paid off. <laughs> you fool! You must unlearn what you have learned. Do or do not. There is no try. Moderately moderate, decidedly stupid. This is Broken Link Radio. Jim Cadley finally got here for the first segment. What's going hey, on, Jim? Faggots. And I'm Bradley C. Baker. Against all the evil that hell can conjure, all the wickedness that mankind can produce, we will send unto them only Gabe. Gabe, tell everybody. Hi. Gabe, tell everybody where they can uh, stream and get the show. On the website. <laughs> it's Broken Link Radio, one word.com. You can also catch it on SoundCloud, which does, if you have the app, I don't know if you can do it right from, well, I suppose you could do it from whatever podcast app you have, but if you have the SoundCloud app, you can stream the show without downloading it. Yada, yada, yada. Everybody knows how to do that. Somehow Spotify is still broken. I don't know what's going on. They, they, let, they let Joe Rogan on. But canceled. Not, but yeah, we're canceled. Joe Rogan's okay, though. He does, he's a, he doesn't he doesn't like transsexuals. Whoa! Stop. <laughs> Technically, this Jim. show is brought to you by Jim Caterley's cell phone. What was that, dude? Domino's Pizza was an ad at the beginning of a YouTube video. Technically, I, Jim, I don't think I can be a fag, honestly. Jim's bored with the show Norm already. Norma's still caught up at like five minutes ago. Faggot! <laughs> you called us fags. Faggot! Jim's Jim's uh, so bored of the show already. He's watching YouTube. Brett. We we have to uh, we have <laughs> to get enough. We have to get <laughs> we have to get the first things taken care of first, Gabe. So well, that makes sense. Good so, so before we before we te- before we talk about uh, I guess Willow Tiki Masala. Willow's got a new Ooh. TV series coming out that Jim was telling me about, and I thought it already was a TV series. Wait, Willow from General Hospital? I have no Willow from Buffy the that, Vampire Slayer. I, I, think, <laughs> I think it's safe to assume that Jim will never be talking to us about General Hospital. Oh. That is safe to assume. As gay as I am, <laughs> that is gay! one intrusion to the... Uh, Jim, yeah. you want to take the survey? The one no. they had me take? Oh, my God. That was so funny. I like how... J- I was listening back to it when I was editing it, editing it and Jim just got so upset about how... how it like That survey basically tries to t- talk you into being gay. It's terrible. <laughs> and then you guys end up agreeing with me. <laughs> Thank you for having my back, Jim. I feel like there's a lot of solidarity right there. Hey. So, so... Oh, yeah. I uh, I saw I saw Jim this weekend, Gabe, and I want you to know that I took an extra special trip out, and I acquired 
for the price of for the low price of a dollar, I acquired seven mighty hot sauces for Jim Caterley. Yes, Ooh, I'm Jim so Caterley. And so, what I need you, to know do you is, like, do you want to share the um? Well, you can only describe it. The GIF that I um gave you in in return. Uh, you gave him peanut butter. I, well, let me say let me trade. say it like this, Jim. I would have to I would have to go back in my messages in order to find the GIF for me to remember wow. what it looked like, and Makes then a lot. then everyone would know our dirty secrets. And oh, all about our love messages back and forth between each other. All right. Oh, now the producers just showed up to the show uh, 38 minutes late. <laughs> so, no, not yet. Your mic isn't on. <laughs> all right. Now, now I guess I'm going to get. A, I guess I'm going to just go ahead and get a level for you right in the middle of the first segment. How about that? Hey, Jim That's and Gabe, right. why why do you think I don't have an introduction like everybody else? Why? No. Better question is why do you think you don't have an and introduction be, like everyone should else? Should I be offended? <laughs> Uh, well, you shouldn't be offended. Why? Well, there's no need for there, to ask that. Yeah, question. Gabe doesn't get offended when I ruthlessly pick on him all the time. I'm gonna have and to. And he make, does that when we're off the air. I have to make my own introduction. Anyways, uh, the host of the show started a story before we started asking about your introduction. <laughs> 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 and uh, and I needed to. I, uh, Jim, I wanted to know: Did you eventually? Did you actually get some chi- some spicy chicken nuggets? So the nuggets have not mated with the sauce yet. What? Um, I have had the nuggets sand sauce, and I have had the sauce Loser. sans nuggets. Oh, you tried the nuggets without, or you tried the sauce without the nuggets? I had You're to do it. I had to try the sauce. Okay. So you did some wings the, in there? The plan is tomorrow for lunch, we are doing chicken, spicy chicken McNuggets. Okay. That All right. fancy. At work or just yeah, as a fan? At, okay. at work. Okay. At work. Okay. I'm, I'm psyched. I've never been so excited about a Wednesday. <laughs> so how did you feel about the sauce? It was fantastic. Okay, all right. Now I, I need to it. I need to know this. <laughs> uh, how many sauces did you use? One. I wanted to conserve them, so I I only used one. So I, what I did was I got Wendy's today. Okay. I didn't want to get McNuggets because I knew we were doing that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I tried the Wendy's fries and the sauce. Right. Very good, and that- then I dumped the rest of it on the spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's. Oh wow! Ooh. Oh, that's an interesting uh, move right there. Uh, was it grilled or crispy? It was crispy, dude. I, I, I maintain that the spicy chicken sandwich is probably the the one of the two best things that Wendy's does. It's That's so one good. of the oldest go to uh, fast food things that I have. It's I, so I good, remember dude. in the '90s being at work and and listening to Don and Mike at lunchtime <laughs> and eating that. Did I misunderstand you though, Jim? Did you say you have the nuggets probably. soaking in the in the spicy sauce? No. Yes, oh. they're marinating. That's what I thought he <laughs> he's said. Marinating them. He's marinating them after they've been cooked. Golly. <laughs> That's, yeah. He didn't want to mess with the butterfly effect. All right. So, All right. so you you <laughs> ate one cup of the sauce, right? Correct. Because so it had a strange, the very the initial taste was a little strange. Uh-huh. And then uh, there's almost like a sweet thing going on without it being sweet. Right. I yep. think it's the garlic. Yep. And it's it's fantastic. Were you expecting it, it to be more sweet? I will eat no. your ass. No, you were I would have been surprised if it was more sweet, and I would have been disappointed if it was more sweet. So I have a problem, and I'm not sure if it's the spicy nuggets or if it's the Yo, sauce. I'll solve it. Yeah. Um, it, I believe the spicy nuggets give me very bad heartburn, which is weird because I can tolerate spicy stuff pretty well. But my asshole becomes a leaky faucet. When I, wow. when I, when I, when I, when I, all the stream on radio one word.com. 
<laughs> oh, my asshole. Be on our YouTube. <laughs> or Brad's leaky. Dude, that, hold on. I'm going to stop. That was amazing. David. I was trying that, to find that. That one. was amazing. Um, my oh, asshole. That's why we're like, good job, David. My I, asshole was I'm just. Like, why is Brad laughing so much? My <laughs> asshole was a disaster after I had two cups of that sauce. I was in, I was in, <laughs> I was in so much pain. Hey, your skin is hanging off your. My balls. skin was hanging off my bones. <laughs> my bones. <laughs> my bones. Like a, you have like an ulcer. Maybe. I don't, yeah. Let's not get into that. I'll convince you myself I'm dying. I was thinking. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. Brad. I was thinking that I have a brain tumor the other day because I was sitting <laughs> watching. I was. I was. I think you do. I was working. I was actually working on the show, and I'm looking at my. Uh, you tell me if this has ever happened to you, Jim. I'm. Um, or Probably. Norma. Or maybe Gabe. Uh, I'm I'm working on the show, staring at the computer. All of a sudden, my left eye just goes cross-eyed, and I can't see straight for shit. <laughs> Excuse my life. <laughs> it's like I and I'm like, so I get vertigo attacks, but this was just my left eye, and I'm like, I can't. I'm like, oh my god, am I stuck like this? Is this <laughs> is what they say about puberty true? <laughs> you're just hoping somebody's not going to come behind you and like hit the back of your head, right? Oh because of what they always god. say when you're a kid. Yeah. Ugh. So uh never had that happen. So Norma, how did the how did the spicy sauce treat you last uh, I week? I think it prolapsed my uterus. All right. Actually. All right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I on uh, the next note, I've never tried the spicy sauce. Of all the dramatic things I've ever seen. <laughs> no, it was very you know, I don't get the heartburn. <laughs> but yeah, things were heated up a little bit. <laughs> In the uterine region. Oh, oh. man. What do you care? So, <laughs> I was thinking of giving some to Grandma. I thought that might be interesting. Oh, that would be cute. That, that might cure cancer. <laughs> you, remember um, Back to the Future Three when? Um, do I? When uh, they they wanted to revive they wanted to revive Marty and they he made like some crazy like alcohol coffee concoction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean that. Trust me, I can I can handle the flavor of the sauce and all that. It does. It might. It, I'm a little bit of a wuss sometimes, so it made my nose run a little bit. Yeah. But just I pay for it. And I just feel like a complete jerk because I'm like, it's not even that serious of a sauce. I don't feel think like it's Steve Martin. I don't think it's the heat. <laughs> I think it's actually the combination of the heat and the the heat and the spice. Because I can take jalapenos and and eat them like candy, and it doesn't bother me at all. But I think it's a combination of the acid and the and the spice. So I, uh, all I know is I, uh, I was, I went upstairs. I went upstairs to use the restroom. I sat down and immediately just a total, just a total disaster. Was, <laughs> so you think it's from that sauce? I had people coming up, knocking on the door, checking on me, <laughs> making sure everything was all right. This was when, like the first time you had the spicy foods? No, every time, Jim. Oh, so I guess we the need to talk to you after tomorrow. Yeah, we were. Maybe it's more to do with the chicken McNuggets. So, so Gabe, um, I know you're not a religious man, but if you will join Norma and I, we are all praying that uh, when when Jim eats the nuggets <laughs> with a spicy sauce, that he shits his pants. <laughs> I am praying oh, that I, Jim. I thought we prayed the opposite. No, <laughs> no we're it's praying. Want to pray for the good thing? Isn't that typically what the prayers are for? If he craps his pants, it's a, for a better story, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, because Jim, remember, Jim gives me all kinds of crap for crapping my pants. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just don't think it's, un, I, I think it's unfair. 
unhealthy. So unhealthy. you're you're praying for the wrath of the Lord. To... The, yes, the wrath of the or- Lord on his asshole is what I'm I I'm actually need. praying more specifically. I'm praying that he does that and he's wearing his footy pajamas. That's oh, what I'm praying. <laughs> At work? <laughs> hey, hey, if it's getting Brad to pray, that's okay. <laughs> um, that is a forgiving man right there. Yeah. That, that is a... So do you know do you know what happened at eight o'clock this morning, Jim? No. Brad was in the restroom. First of all, first <laughs> of all, you'll be yeah. You'll be you actually, yes, I did get up this morning and immediately take Whoa. a squirty dump. But um, um <laughs> David. I mean I <laughs> But Oh uh, no, I didn't need your co- I, I was I was queuing you to play something. Uh, yeah, but. I know. He's looking for <laughs> he's looking for the squirty dump button. Uh, <laughs> But uh, one of those. we need Alexa. Well, I felt bad, David, because I, I when I heard your voice, I'm like, oh no, like I feel like you were gonna like come. You're like, no, no, it was bad. I can't even play a noise. <laughs> I was worried about the guy. So at eight I o'clock, the, I heard the concern in your voice. At eight o'clock in the morning, the Doom Eternal DLC one released, and um, and Are I still releasing stuff for that game, dude. Isn't that game from like 1995. No, no, Doom Eternal. No, that's Doom. Doom Eternal came out in March this year. 1997. And I gobbled up. The, I gobbled up that. Well, Doom Eternal Doom came out in 1997, but that's a different thing altogether. It's very confusing. Awesome. Anyways, yes. Anyways, the DLC came out this morning, Jim, and I need you to understand that it is like the hardest freaking video game I've ever played in my life. It is insane. Okay. It is insane. The first level, Jim, of this post-game DLC took me almost two hours to complete, and I only died like three times. It's that free. there's there's like two cyber demons and an arch file on your ass. That's uh, so is that man. I think you should save the as a game designer. I think you're say you're saving those guys as your bosses. You don't want to use them up too quick. Well, no, they're in the game. They made new bosses. So there's okay. like there's like an eyeball cube later. It's it's crazy. And then. OK, so, you know, you got you've got uh, you've got demons and you've got specters. I sure do. Well, they. T- <laughs> I just forgot how old I am. <laughs> Against all the. Oh, that's the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> no, the it demon- actually fits. <laughs> the demons and the specters. The uh, they took uh, <laughs> they took like this really like they they made this one enemy that slither slither slithers like a snake but really fast. I wish we had that one song oh, that uh, like a G six song to play right there. Because like they oh. say slizzard a lot. Doom, doom, doom. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but uh, they made that freaking thing invisible, Getting too. It's like a snake that like sl- slithers very quickly along the ground, and then it stands up and it shoots you and stuff. They made that freaking what? thing invisible. It's crazy. The game is nuts. What does he do? He slizzard. I, he, sl- <laughs> <laughs> he gets slizzard at the club. What does he slither like a snake? Gabe, I don't know about you, but this is kind of like baseball stats to me. <laughs> I forgot my age because I was looking up. Uh, Is that gay pornography or what? What? This is pretty sweet. This is Doom Eternal. I like it. <laughs> uh, Jim, what was that? I don't even know what that's from, bro. Oh, come on! You've never seen the I'm a Snake Guy on YouTube. I've never heard of the I am a snake guy on YouTube oh, ever. Come on. Well, yeah, I haven't viral. even heard of that. I don't even know what that is. That's, That's why they have 30 million views. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a snake. I'm a snake. 
Wow. What is? Bring that up over there. He's a snake. He's a sneaky snake. He's the first ever sneaky snake. Hold on, Jim. Jim, I'm getting it over here on this end here in a second, so we can Gabe, all Gabe, you know what I'm talking about, right? I know I 100% have, I what you're talking about. I, okay, yeah. good. I, so our resident YouTube expert over here, he actually keeps up with YouTube drama. I, no, I Even don't. when you we never, were recording you, the show. Do you know that he sat me down, little little David over here sat me down, and we watched two hours of like YouTube feuds the other, uh, like a couple actually, months ago? Yes, that's true. Yeah, that is a true They're statement. They're mostly from 2018, since that's the last time I even cared. What do you mean YouTube feuds? Like these people on YouTube YouTubers get in like drama. Yeah, they yeah. get in like drama oh, spouts. Yeah, yeah. YouTube is they a strange just, world. It's just a bunch of like like fifteen year old kids cutting promos on each other, basically, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Jim, do you feel bad for David? We still call him. There we go. Got it. We still call him Little David. Little David. Little David. The belt of Little David. <laughs> oh, this is the bass boozer version, uh, Gabe. There we no. go. That's even better. The snake it, one. We no, need to start with the original. Oh, Brad, I'm gonna. I'll tell you off here. I, I guess this is a thing. <laughs> Gabe, what about your age? You were saying something about your age. Yeah, I uh, when I checked out a little bit when we were talking about Doom Eternal, and I have this college football game that I was watching from like 2009 on the TV. Like I'm watching Nick Foles in U of A. Oh. And I looked up the other quarterback because I didn't recognize him, and he was born in two years. Uh, after me, but I, I, it, the age didn't look right, and I forgot how. Uh, all right, so Jim, I'm bringing up the, I'm bringing up the video right now. We're gonna look at the snake guy while we listen to G6. This guy acts like he really thinks he is a snake. He is a snake. He is a sneaky snake. Jim, tell them again. He's slithering in your garden. What? What the hell? <laughs> I could have swear something. Snake. What? I'm a snake. What is this? Slithery little snake snake. Shh. Just watch. Just watch, Brad. Wow. Enjoy the art. Catch me a mouth. You know what? The 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 snake guy is way more palatable with G6 in the background. Everything in the world is. <laughs> Watch, take the debates that, you, that annoyed you guys. Take oh. the presidential debates with the song behind it. Everything will be a hundred yeah. times better. Hold on. What did you say, Jim? This music makes me feel like I'm playing Sonic. It makes me feel like I'm playing Geometry Wars. <laughs> this guy needs help. <laughs> He's not a guy, Norman. He's a sneaky snake. Uh, this has got to be a... This is ironic. Right? No, I would assume. Yeah, this is like I'm from ten years or ago. acid. I don't know. He acts like he's serious. I'm not bring up, um, bring up one of those videos of those people that pretend to actually be cats. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I love the parents that have kids that that go no, around acting no, no. like animals, There's and like they think it's cute. Weird, I'm like, no, they're gonna be 14, still dig eating out of the dog dish, you know? Well, you just lock them outside, I guess. Yeah, but make a house. EPS will understand. We should do the entire show with the song in the background. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, but this there's a song in uh, Geometry Wars three that is essentially a sideways version of this, and this is even though I know this song, I know what you're talking about. It uh, it always reminds me of Geometry Wars. Those it. educational games have this, this techno background. I feel like I'm on Sports Center or something, <laughs> watching sports highlights. Oh, man. now we're going to cut to the world of golf with Jim Caterley. <laughs> golf. Everything but golf. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, that's oh, FS1. Sorry. That's, that's Fox a... Sports. 
So what do you think of that guy? Uh, well, it, it came across as ironic. I don't think that he's sincere, but I was looking for the people that you, know, you ever seen those people that sincerely try to be animals in their real life. Yeah, they think they really are. Are they Japanese? Whoa! I believe some might be Japanese. Whoa! <laughs> Hi, oh. They would maybe have uh, other. Oh, he has whiskers. Jim, Jim, I know that the video sharing thing doesn't work very well. That's disturbing. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on. No more G six. No more G six. <laughs> Welcome to Broken Link Radio. We're gonna watch all the YouTube videos. No, you no, look just look With up. G six playing in the background. Look up. Uh, look up. Totally obsessed. Catman Fred Willard. And there you go. I so I mean what? that's what crazy. That? I'm just saying you got to look at you got to look. I, it's one of those things. The video doesn't share very well. We've already tried that before. But I, do you? <laughs> but you put that in, bro, and you're in trouble. That this is a person being a cat. Oh, they got tattoos I, and plastic surgery and all kinds of stuff. Brad, I feel like you've been very far down this Fred Willard rabbit hole. <laughs> I'm oh, listening geez. to you speak. What happened there? Oh, look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> welcome Gabe, to Broken Link Radio. Gabe, Sixty minutes. Where we go? Oh, look, look at that. that. Oh, watch so, that. No, look, but Gabe, you you had mentioned here. earlier that uh, Fox Sports, Fox Sports, uh, terrible during the day. Yeah, if but here's not a live event. On. Here's the thing. So, what's worse, Fox Sports Network or TL, <laughs> TLC, where they do like My Six Hundred Pound Life or like My Teenage Pregnant Daughter my, and all my, those shows, My Addiction or whatever. Oh yeah, My Strange. Well, Jim, I, I love all of those. <laughs> oh, I don't. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm like we're we're, we're so the the entire family's now gotten into like extended family and stuff. We're all into all the 90 Day Fiance, just rabbit hole and oh dude, I love my strange addiction, all the intervention spinoffs, my I'll six hundred pound life. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I can do. 90 Day Fiance. I mean, I lived it, but right, I can do yeah. I can do that. And then it's just so funny, Jim. Have you ever seen that show, 90 Day Fiance? No, I've been meaning to. Okay, so it's but you understand that you understand the premise, right? Yes, yes. It's so funny because these ridiculously hot women end up with guys and half the time they're gay. They don't even want to they don't even want to bang. It's ridiculous. One show or I like just like tree stumps. <laughs> that I don't believe it's on anymore, but it was called Married at First Sight. They didn't yeah, that's still on, I think. Is it still I don't on? I that's a TLC one, but yeah, there that's that's out there. Yeah, I that's true. It certainly is out there. Can you imagine not even seeing the person until you're getting married? Is that the one where they're all in the booth? No. So you're just talking to them? Hey, okay, Jim, there's another one that's similar to that. Hey, uh, before we get to the next segment, Jim, we're all patiently awaiting to hear your uh, your opinions on the World Series coming up tonight, okay? Little Lonnie was three, going on 40. An active, precocious child, eager to investigate everything. He was investigating in the bathroom shelves one day when his mother, Evelyn, was in the kitchen on the telephone. Suddenly, Evelyn heard a crash. She dropped the phone, ran toward the sound to the bathroom where she stood in the doorway, frozen in horror. Her small son had climbed up to reach the colorful items on the shelves, had slipped and fallen backward, had hit his head on the bathtub. The back of the boy's head was now split wide open up the middle and was gushing blood. Frantically, Evelyn grabbed the nearest towel, wrapped the child's head in it, and rushed him to the office of their family doctor. The doctor said Lonnie's injury was too serious to be treated there. He must be taken to the hospital immediately. He was. Surgeons at the hospital examined Lonnie's head, 
cleaned and closed the wound. Would her son be all right, Evelyn begged. The doctors encouraged her to be patient. It was still too early to tell. For the ensuing weeks, Evelyn stayed at Lonnie's side in the hospital, comforting him as best she could. And then the youngster was released for the understanding that he would return frequently for checkups. But all the while, Evelyn was troubled by a secret fear that nothing would ever be the same again, and she was right. After several weeks, Lonnie's doctor spoke privately with Evelyn. As she had suspected, her son's brain was damaged. The damage was permanent. The boy's IQ would surely never reach 50, although his body would develop strong and continue to grow. His mind, the doctor said, would not likely progress beyond that of a normal six-year-old. He would be what the world calls retarded. Well, his mother, Evelyn, buried her face in her hands, unable any longer to choke back the tears. What she had sensed now made sense. She had noted that before the accident, Lonnie had been so energetic, so inquisitive, his eyes always danced with intelligence beyond his years. But then recently, the light had seemed to go out of those eyes, and now Evelyn knew why. At age seven, Lonnie began to receive special training. If there were a place for him at all in society, he must be as prepared as possible to accept its challenge, and yet mentally handicapped to perform any greater task, Lonnie would just sit and scribble all day on paper or squeeze his tiny hands through soft modeling clay. Today, Lonnie is 29. He'll be 30 on April 4. His intelligence quotient has been measured at 40. Intellectually, he is forever six. And yet from the agony has emerged an ecstasy. For in the world of art, there stalks a titan, brilliant sculptor of bronze, whose masterworks have been exhibited coast to coast, who sold more than 500 of them, some for up to $45,000 each. His visual recall is so astonishing that he can see a picture once and reproduce it, no matter how complex, reproduce it precisely, without ever seeing the original picture again. You can understand why they call Lonnie the great Alonzo Clemens, a genius. But now you know the rest of the story. Would that those who are upsetting you might also castrate themselves? You're listening to Broken Link Radio. Jim, oh, again with all the Asian stuff, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> second segment. Second, second segment. Let the Japanese Mexican. one go. Now you're talking about the chinos. Like, second dude. segment on Broken Link Radio. Yes, Jim. I know what a frosty chino aren't, is. Aren't those Mexicans? No, no, no. Chino. Isn't it, uh, it's chino. A new kind of pants. <laughs> chino is what Mexicans use as sort of a derisive term for anyone Asian. 
Oh, so it's 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 like technically it technically oh, means someone who's Chinese, but you oh, just call oh. everyone Chinese in Spanish. It's all so queer. So the frosted chino is not a new thing. I've never heard of it. Came like, around in about 2009. Excuse me. Excuse my voice. I don't know that late. Well, this wow. loser girl says March 2020. So. Oh, yeah. Take that. Well, I rolled it out in Arizona, so I know. How about so, that? So, Jim, what is a frosted chino? Tell me. I don't know. Frosty. Okay, here's what it is. They they pour they pour a frosty into your coffee, and then they mix it. Oh, we did that in Ooh. the 80s. Yeah. That's, I mean, wow. it's it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. You guys had to you rename it out here, huh, movies. Brad? Because there was just a large part of the population that was just angry. I don't want no frosty chinos. We did that at Wendy's when I worked there, yes. <laughs> we don't need no frosty chino. Hey, man, you bring me a frosty chino, I'll slap your face. I, now they're selling them? I think that company owes <laughs> what me What Wendy's are you working now? I'll straighten your eyes out for you. <laughs> oh, <my> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> All they need for that is a little spicy sauce. So that's gonna be my next, uh, fast food endeavor. Frosty Chino. Yeah, I'm psyched about that. I'm sorry. What'd you say it was called, Jim? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he liked it, Frosty Chino. <laughs> Hey, Jim, do you dip your french fries into your Frosty? Yes, I do not. Oh, that's so gross oh, that people that do that. So, do you do that, Gabe? That's awesome. I do that, yes. Jim, oh. like Jim, like half the people that work for me would do that, and I would be that's just nasty. disgusted. It's very popular out here. I'm that's glad I'm not alone on that. I thought I would be. What about fries? I didn't realize I'd be the only one on the show who does that. that no, I do. Me. Oh, okay. What am I, a nobody game? I don't have an introduction. I, I thought you said that was, I thought I heard you say that was gross, too. No, that's awesome. No, she was saying she did that uh, in, in the time before before I was born. Yep. The back in the 80s. The, oh, back in the 80s. Yep. I worked at Wendy's when I was um, 16, which would have been in... Um, did you work with any Asians? No. Okay. No, they called them chinos case. back then. I'm not sure there were any of those back then. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway... <laughs> We dipped fries in mayonnaise. Oh, my God. That's even worse. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, fries and mayonnaise is so gross. That is terrible. And coffee and frosting. <laughs> oh, so that's such a Canadian thing. You know, I'm thinking hey. they they must owe us some money, right? Canada? Because we made that up. And now they're Canada? selling them. No, Wendy's. Oh. Wait, what? Oh. No, I, first of all, I invented the Junior Bacon Double Stack and the Double Stack. I don't get any... I don't get any... Uh, payback for that i invented the internet <laughs> i invented the little baby seat in the shopping carts i did i invented, I invented the chicken that. mcnugget hamburger what chicken oh you that, yeah you Ooh. stack like stack like that four nuggets good. on a ham on a ham uh, <laughs> what is wrong with my head today i did have a stroke man all right <laughs> i knew it i'm turning into joe biden over here <laughs> Jim, oh Jim, I needed to ask you. Did you watch? They're usurping him. <laughs> did you watch like a single minute of that of his town hall last week? Oh. No, I didn't even really know what was going on until oh, after. Man. Neither did he. Oh my god, that man is not a communicator. He is not. Aside from aside from his sexual deviancy, <laughs> he is not a communicator. <laughs> like, well, the news is that they're they're kicking him out. Like they're looking to replace him on the ticket for real. Really? No. When did this come down? today <clears throat> okay Get this out. isn't one of those crazy this isn't one of those crazy news sites that your father-in-law watches right <laughs> it's like a real news site i wouldn't know i wouldn't know 
Did, yeah, did, did I tell you that I'm, I keep reporting him to Facebook every time he posts something false? Uh, do you really? <laughs> Just to make him mad, yeah. You're terrible. <laughs> Leave people alone. I can't. Leave Britney Spears alone. Brother. What? Um, you really are a YouTube expert, Jim. Yeah, that, that was that. a deep cut there. That was, that was yeah. from a while ago. Oh, was that, no, oh, was yeah, that, that you, David? No, that, that was, was Jim. But oh. oh, okay. What is going on? What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what you so just said. Britney Spears. Leave Britney Spears alone. Oh. I don't I know was how long ago that was. you, but then I got confused and thought Jim, or David and Norma. <clears throat> Joe Biden said Gabe needs CPR right now. Brad's stroking out and aging seventy years. There's so many people in this is room there, right now. Is there a doctor in the house? We need a tracheotomy stat. They used to touch my leg hair. <laughs> Gabe, your voice was aging about twenty five years per second in that <laughs> sentence. Oh. I, just, I, I don't do good in crowds, David. I don't do good in crowds. Where was I? The, uh, you you were telling me the other day, Jim, that you you said that you wanted to talk to me about something today, though, because we were like, this is what I was telling you, Norma. I was like, Jim and I will see each other th- during the week, but then we'll intentionally not tell each other things because we know we want to talk about it on the show. Does his wife know you see each other? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's usually I usually see them both. Oh, Ooh. <laughs> scandalous! <laughs> not as fun as it sounds. <laughs> Goodness gracious! <laughs> what a lot of macrame and knitting, I've heard. What was that, Jim? Is that... Uh, I forgot. Hopefully it was wasn't the Willow thing. <laughs> if that was your big... If that was your, <laughs> that was my, if that was well, your big topic was, for today, I don't know where we're going from here. No, so... Well, you want me to talk... Is that what you want me to go into? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is what I want. You don't want to talk about the World Series? I'm, I'm of course I don't want to talk about the World Series. I was just jabbing with you. Um, He's like, you don't want to talk about the World Series. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I mean, I I will if you want, but he won't enjoy seeing it. The, seeing the pitcher standing in the mound and adjusting seeing, adjusting his cup. Yeah, that's the part that I like. Oh wow, it's hard for me not hard for me not to drool. <laughs> so apparently, like Elon Musk and Bill Gates are in this big feud. Did you Ooh. know about that? I did not know about an Elon Musk and Bill Gates feud. What are they feuding about? Um, they're feuding about like the pandemic and <clears throat> coronavirus and all this stuff and uh, electric vehicles. Mm-hmm. And he called uh, he called Bill Gates a knucklehead, which is pretty intense. Yeah, yeah. dude, them's fighting words. <clears throat> yeah, I, uh, I never knucklehead. Elon Musk looks like Conan O'Brien. He looks like a weird version. He almost like a a relative of Conan O'Brien. I would say. Yes. Yeah. Would you bring up uh, bring up a picture of Elon Musk and Conan O'Brien right next to each other? Yeah, because like Conan O'Brien's got the hair, but if you if he had that same kind of grayish hair that Musk has, it would be a whole different story. See, I always oh, now you're in my Gmail. Musk. I didn't mean to do that. Wow, now he's bringing up my Gmail. <laughs> Can you get me some passwords while you're in there, David? Careful with that autocomplete, all right? Yeah. So I guess it bills. started when they asked Elon Musk if he would get a vaccine. Which I guess you know, Bill Gates. Bill Gates is somehow involved in making somehow, right, or something like that. Surprise, I think I think surprise. he's uh, I think he's funding the research Whoa. for it. Whoa! Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> they do. You know, it's not until you said it, Jim. But when you look at them side by side, they do resemble each other quite a bit. Wow! I it's never. There's even. there's Conan O'Brien. Then go back to Elon Musk. E- Elon Musk. What Elon. the hell is they wrong? Elon Musk. Yeah, they got a similar face. Large got- forehead, <laughs> all forehead, dude. So, um, but uh, 
Yeah, that's weird because like Elon Musk sort of leans libertarian and then like Bill Gates is unabashedly liberal, right? Right. So, but I... What's with those cheeks on him? Whoa. I think I think that's plastic surgery. Well, they got think, one higher than the other one. I, yeah, I feel like Elon Musk has had some work done. I think, think Elon... So? I, yeah. He probably wants to look like the, Conan at least, O'Brien. He's at least... How old is Elon Musk? Because he has at least had a facelift. He's, like, he's like 50. He's like 49 or 50. He's at least had Elon a facelift. Elon Musk would look more like uh, like Bono or that movie Pax. <clears throat> he is 49. Like, Boy, Jim nailed it. Jim, do you are you stalking Elon Musk on Twitter? <laughs> no, in real life, Jim. Tell them the truth. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about it. We're going to be open with it, right? If he had plastic surgery, he should get his money back. Look how much lower that one, the right cheek is than the left. So, so Norma, the, if the if the COVID nineteen vaccine comes out tomorrow, are you getting it? Probably. Okay. What about you, David? Oh, and I won't be able to get it tomorrow. So. Why wouldn't you be able to get it tomorrow? They're going to have uh, elderly people get it first. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. we're not at risk. We're not at risk. But I, I'm saying, theori- theoretically, right? If it's accessible right. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, theoretically, the the COVID, they're like, hey, we got the COVID vaccine. Come down to CVS and get your shot. Are you going? For your age group, it's fine now. It, like, it depends on who says it's okay. Okay. <laughs> Honestly. What about you, Jim? No. Okay, Gabe. I'm, Absolutely not, you knucklehead. Because <laughs> I'm in the, I, I kind of agree with David in that it depends on who says that it's safe for me to really buy in. But also, like, this process is supposed to take three years. So if it takes nine months, I'm out. I told you the story about the plane. Have I, have I said the, the plane story on the, on the podcast? Yes. The plane. I, what, what, have you? Have I heard it? I don't know what plane story this is. Yeah, I think you did, Gabe. It was when he was coming here. And the plane, the pilot announced that it was going to be a two hours before they took off. Well, just in case. So <clears throat> I'm sitting on the plane. I'm flying from Phoenix to New York. And uh, the pilot gets on there and says, all right, we might be stuck on the... Essentially, he says, we might be stuck on the car- Carmack. Tarmac. Oh, yeah. I think that was, uh, that was an unprep show, Brad. Okay. All right. So I haven't said it. I haven't told the story on the show. All right. So the, the pilot says, we, got, we, won't, we may not be able to take off for another three hours, Jim. Okay. Like... Eight minutes later, if not less, I'm saying eight to be conservative. He's like, okay, we're going to be taking off. Everyone uh, fascinated. <laughs> and I'm like, absolutely not. No way. We are not leaving. If it was going to take three hours, there's no way they fix this in five minutes. Right? Right. So that's kind of the way I am about. And I really did. I, I called the stewardess over or whatever <laughs> you're supposed to call him, the flight attendant. And I was like, you need to, I need to have an explanation right now. This plane, I will be the guy that gets taken off by the U.S. Marshal. <laughs> Because there's no way this plane is leaving with me on it if if we just solved the three-hour problem in five minutes. What did she say to you? Uh, she explained that it was actually a weather thing, and the weather is not going to be in the way that... The weather is not going to be in their way the the way that they thought it was going to be, so the takeoff said, was going to be safe. The weather is not going to be a factor, sir. <laughs> yeah. We had the map no, flipped they- around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, that, and that's funny because then someone else is like, that sounds like they just lied to you. And I was like, yeah, they might have because they got me because I was freaking out. I was, it was done, dude. Uh, that plane was not taking off until somebody addressed my issue. <laughs> he sent me a message when he got to the next <sighs> airport saying, you almost saw me on the 11 o'clock news. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, God. But, but you know what I'm saying, Jim? Like, if something's supposed to take three oh, yeah. years, there's no way you fixed it in nine months. There's right. no way. That's, that doesn't sound, that doesn't sound right to me. So, Norma, you're going to take the vaccine? Why is that? You got nothing left to lose? (laughs) I'm taking it. 
Is there one? Didn't I thought that they take said it. that uh, take the mark of the beast, man? <laughs> I thought that they said that there was the one that was in development and got stopped because people started getting oh sick, right? I forgot who was making that. Oh, was it Johnson and Johnson? Johnson and Johnson. I actually made that one. <laughs> Jim was sorry. Jim was bre- Jim was brewing one up in the basement. <laughs> sorry about that. A quick talk, man. I need some money. It didn't work out the way it was supposed to. Be then good. you never know, like. Yeah, this is crazy. I was uh, talking to somebody. <clears throat> I don't know what's wrong with my throat. Oh, I know what's wrong with my throat. I had a Sunday today. <clears throat> you know how you're not supposed to eat dairy before you uh, yeah. sing? Or, yeah. I, he I does ate, every Tuesday. I, I ate a half a container of uh, chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream, and then I added peanut butter, Reese's peanut butter cups to it. Chocolate That's chip. Chocolate chip. Nobody you says that. Sunday on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. That's an oh, interesting yeah. point. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. It's like <laughs> sacrilege. Yes, I know. Gabe sends me messages on Facebook all the time that I can't look at because I'm hosting the show. I don't know. I don't know how else to explain it. <laughs> What's with you know, Gabe? You know, there's a chat in Zoom, right? Oh yeah, I always no, I, I forget that. So <laughs> I didn't. Fi- I was trying to find something on them replacing Joe Biden. So this is the most interesting thing that I found. Not necessarily because the um, what? Because it's it's saying that they're they are replacing him, but they said that they could replace him with John Kerry. John, uh, oh, Brad, I thought you'd kick more out of the picture. I did see that picture. Yeah, well, um, of him what, hugging what if, John Kerry. That just just completely plays into the narrative you, you if, have. Wow, what a weird look hug! At, oh, look at the way who, he's hugging him. Who, he's hugging he's hugging John Kerry the way he hugs nine year old girls. Oh man! Well, who does he that? He hugs everybody like that. And That's look at John Kerry. He hugs, he's trying right? to be consistent. <laughs> He's drawing the other man's pelvis towards his own <laughs> is what's happening in that picture right there. Look how uh, he's grabbing his hands. His yeah. Face, he's, he's Embracing. Not okay. Isn't that like telling him to stop? That's Jim, what's isn't that how you right isn't that how you go in for your first kiss on the third date before you know how to do it? Isn't that how that works? <laughs> Maybe that's date? just how Joe Biden was taught to hug Brad. <laughs> he's, just, he's like Look pulling how- he's like pulling him in like he's scooting the kitchen chair. <laughs> <laughs> Who Best grabs another John person Kerry's, like that? John oh. Kerry's like obvious disgust. Yeah. He's like, what is this, bro? Dude, the yeah. guy looks like a monster. And you notice how it says John Kerry embracing Joe Biden? Embracing. No, that doesn't look <clears throat> and, like the case. And you'll notice if you notice John Kerry's right hand, yeah. he's actually grabbing wrist control so he can take him down if he needs to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Joe Biden is such a creepy human being. He, I was watching, I watched, because uh, his town hall ran like an extra half hour past Donald Trump's last week, and so I was watching the overtime there, and uh, he just looks like a, a, a animated corpse. It's just right. unbelievable. They couldn't possibly be considering <clears throat> replacing him at this point, could they? Oh, that reminds me. That's what I was going to say. So, Jim, what about the conspiracy theory? It's not. I, it's I not. Think, I that think far. we all have COVID. My throat's getting but, all messed up. But now. they're saying, you know how uh, Nancy Pelosi had mentioned looking into uh, the Twenty Fifth Amendment, and everyone was yes. like, "Oh, they're trying to kick out Donald Trump." And I'm like, "No, they're trying to position right. themselves so they can get rid of Joe no, Biden as soon as that's possible." What they think that's what everybody's thought that she he, she's been looking into, but then then the the big thing was like. They're looking into assassinating Trump. <laughs> what? <laughs> assassinating Trump. <laughs> what? Now that's where we get into the real conspiracies. Yeah. Dude, to me, like, that was the very first thing I thought of is that replacing Biden. Right. Yeah, me too. Okay. Well, that's not what I heard Big David say. So I, w- well, I, I get all my I get all my conspiracy theories from Big David. So I don't. 
like I don't uh, I don't go looking for them. I tell them conspiracy <laughs> theories I come across though. <laughs> I don't go looking for them. They come to me. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I think that picture right there should be an ad for Trump. That is something. You had a, you save you save that into the folder there for me. So no I can, one. No, it should say. I'm gonna. Big, I'm eventually gonna need that for the YouTube video. In big letters, it should oh, say, "No web, one is safe with the Biden administration." Look, it's a web. Web. <coughs> web. Web. Page. It's a the web page. Web, oh yeah. Gabe, you gave me a raspy throat. So what? That's that's what this show does. That's so why I aged twenty five years. And what was the difficulty level, Brad? Going back to your Doom. Story. Oh, when I was playing Doom Eternal. Dude, yeah, I meant to ask you. HMP, bro. Not even, not even UV, bro. Wow, dude, it was kicking my ass. Although I will say, um, I had little David down just to play like the first engagement, like the first battle in the first level of the DLC. Right. And I'll tell you, he just he went from how many? What was your KD? Six to one for for Call of Duty. You were playing Call of Duty online, uh, in that started- one in that one good game that I saw. Oh, I had I went like twenty five and thirteen. Oh, that's better. That's not as good as I thought. But so you had you, he ha- he had a pretty good game in Call of Duty. Uh, which one were you playing? Uh, World- the new, the newest one, Modern Warfare, the new one. And so I'm like, dude, come down here and play the first engagement of the DLC. He he actually lasted and did better, much better on Ultra Violence than he did on Easy for the original Doom 2016. <laughs> oh, wow. in the first that's level, crazy. he so he's gotten a lot better. But dude. Am I right? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It was a bit overwhelming. It's ridiculous. So then I turned it up to Nightmare, and then I played the same engagement, and I smoked it, bro. (laughs) It was so cool. I love that game so much. But it is crazy. That's my problem with it, as you know, is just the the requirement to be so efficient with your ammo and your weapons and your health and speed. You know what I mean? It's just ah, they try try to checkmate you into a a game flow state all the time. Yeah. So, Norm, Norma's distracted by the cat in the room right now. She's beautiful. She's, she's a beautiful she's girl. She's something. She only loves me when I'm down here doing the podcast. Think of how more, be- how more beautiful she would be with breading and some sweet and sour. <laughs> hey, oh, my goodness. That's Just gross. Marinator. Yeah. Jim, what kind of sauce? Chino sauce. Chino. <laughs> Spicy Chino sauce. You know, you gotta admit though, when you get chicken from a Chinese restaurant, it is does have a different texture. And you gotta notice every Chinese restaurant that I've seen uh, around here is next to a uh, pet shop <laughs> or a veterinarian. Or a vet, yeah. yeah. Yikes! We ordered a General Tso's chicken yesterday at work, and one of the pieces in there looked like a fried calamari ring. Ugh. Dude, that's a human ear, bro. <laughs> <laughs> human ear. Oh my god! <laughs> That's disgusting. Of all the dramatic things I've ever seen! <laughs> um, is that where you normally get your Chinese food at work? Where? Like, what? was that your usual place for oh, Chinese oh, food when you're yes, at work? Yeah. It is. is it a good place? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> are any? Really, yes, there, there are some good ones. Norma, why, why do you hate Chinese food so much? I don't know. That's weird. I think it's the whole cat thing. It's 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 I just deep can't get it out of my mind. What could be better than deep fried chicken covered in sugar? Not much better. Oh my god. It's like eating a donut and chicken at the same time, but it tastes Oh my god. Chocolate cake? Jim, do you have the pro- <laughs> do you have the same do you have the same problem that I do when you when you get Chinese food yes. it's hard not to eat too much of it? Cuz they no. give you they give you those containers that are like 3 pounds of freaking nothing but chicken. 
And you're like, I need so cheap. I need like to money. eat it. <laughs> well, it's so cheap because they give you about fifty pounds of rice. Right. Who wants like, oh, that which much is rice? Also oh, you're like at a rice. I liked fried rice until I saw that there's egg in it. Why would you do What's that? What's wrong with the egg? It, uh, it binds the egg. Eggs yeah. are for breakfast. It, it binds it together and it and it adds uh, it adds umami <clears throat> to the rice. So delicious, yeah. No. Mm. <laughs> no good. No. No. Not a, not a Chinese food per- favorite. Hey. It's one of those things Tonto. where where you gotta have it like not too often just yeah. to appreciate it. right yeah because I'll eat it every meal every day dude oh. it's so bad because like I don't eat any less than a pound and a half of sugar covered chicken every time sugar. we get Chinese <laughs> sugar <laughs> sugar give me sugar and chicken water I was waiting for that one you said it the first time and I couldn't find it <laughs> Brad do you think that contributes to any of the um the bowel conduct oh yeah yeah about? I'm sure yeah. I'm, dude bowel conduct <laughs> bowel conduct <laughs> <laughs> illegal bowel conduct on the offense <laughs> highlighted hair vacant brain dead look in your eyes something missing complete the look Complete the look with Men's Eyeliner at Vice City's one-stop shop for people who are cool when they cry. Wow, you look ambiguous. Complete the look. He was just the boy next door. Hi, well, hello there, Danny. I didn't know it was hockey season. Hey, can I borrow a knife? A deadly curse, a deranged killer, a small town in tears. Knife After Dark. Rated R for Retarded. Still worshipping at the altar of Britney Spears. 20 years later, you're listening to Broken Link Radio. He's stretching for the podcast. Yeah. Uh, Between segments, I like to get a good uh, good blood flow, blood recirculation. Well, Jim, what's your favorite? What's, what's, your, um, what's your most comfortable posture? Um, During podcasting, or right. just in general, just in general, while yeah. laying down and on, you know, I'm more comfortable. I'm with you. I'm more comfortable laying down and then putting my hands over my head, like standing on my head. <laughs> <laughs> that explains that one video I found. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hi <laughs> so Norma, uh Jim wanted you on the show today. Yeah, why Jim? Yeah. So uh well I, don't know. I think he just wanted to see what you were going to bring to the show today. So go ahead and let us know. Let us know show and tell what I'm going to bring to the show. Yeah, what did you bring to the show today? Well, I brought my phone, <laughs> but I took it back up. All right. I brought a lot. Yeah, I hear you. People that don't get their own introduction don't bring much. Wow. And then oh. I brought something last time, and you didn't like it. 
Wait, wait, wait. Okay, what was that that one time? I brought. Um, oh, you were like, oh, the differences between men between and women. Between men and women. Oh, yeah. Yes. Jim, you missed it on a on prep show. We had maybe the worst 20 minutes of uh, podcasting Jim, in history. Jim, you would have appreciated it. I had to look up to see if that was a real article. Honestly. <laughs> oh, that was unprepped, huh? Yeah. yeah. That's right. Oh, my God. I was like, Norma, are you going to bring something to the show? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, what you, what'd you, what do you got? She's like, well, I thought it'd be fun to cover the differences between men and women. And I was like, oh, well, that's original. <laughs> what are you laughing at, Jim? Yeah, many, many Jerry Seinfeld you know. jokes during that. No, oh, yeah. I don't know because it was very interesting. Was it? It was very interesting. <laughs> Men and I have women to say have... to the, the credit of that segment, now when I put my pants on, I am actually cognizant <laughs> of whether or not I'm putting my pants or my socks on that, first. That's right. So what, what Gabe's referring to, Jim, is that uh, uh, apparently men put on their, their bottoms first while women put on their tops first. But huh. I don't. we did not establish whether or not that includes the bra. Because if it may be, that makes <laughs> sense. No underwear, I think, right? Because in that case, you do that. Yes, I, that's the first article of clothing I put on. And it's the only underwear that I wear. There's <laughs> <laughs> a 36B. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's interesting <clears throat> that women. That is get, actually interesting. If yeah. it's, is it true? I believe I ask everybody. The only one, <laughs> the only woman that didn't put their clothes on from top to bottom was my mother. Right. Everyone else. <laughs> okay, bro. Everyone else <laughs> fell in line, Jim. Keeps like ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. That was that wasn't me. Oh. <laughs> That, that was, that right, was Jim, you haven't picture. seen you haven't seen life until you've seen an eighty year old in in yoga pants. Yeah, I'll tell you that. You yeah. <laughs> say so. <laughs> <laughs> you think you've lived a life, Jim? You have not. I've you, lived a lot. You had you had you had an innocent eyes up. I had innocent eyes up until that point in my life. <clears throat> I don't believe that for a minute. You know, I was going to talk about Back to the Future though, because I was all about the first Back to the Future. Uh huh. But if you remember correctly, I did not like either one of the sequels. I was very upset about two. I thought it was not meant for kids. Mm-hmm. I don't think that PG-13 movies ever claimed to be for kids. Oh. Yes, they do. PG-13. That's not meant for 13, 13-year-olds. A 13-year-old can't that. handle Biff? What was the problem with Biff? <laughs> You said the second. I know one, that Norma? you, Norma. I remember. Biff I remember was a this. pervert, and he practically raped the girl. He in was the, the bad guy, and that was the that first was in the movie. first movie. Oh, that was the first. Yes. Oh, I guess I didn't Norma. like that one either. And then in back, Norma, in the, were... and then I'm sorry, Gabe. In the sequels, he goes back to different parts of that movie. It's such a cool movie. Uh, yeah, they're so good. I oh, what were you saying to say, Gabe? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. That's all right, Nor- Norma. You said the second. Hey, Brad, what's right? the? Uh... <laughs> I said the second Norma, have you have you been holding on to this for 31 years? I no, I actually let let it loose back 31 years ago too. But it was brought up today and it kind of aggravates me because that was one of the movies that was was said to be for 13 and up and I did not think it was appropriate for that age and all. Back to the Future I'm sorry Jim, Back to the Future 1 was one of the first times I was punished as a child for my language. Because at the very end of Back to the Future 1, <laughs> where he says, Marty, we got to go back to the future. And then Marty goes, what, are my kids about grow up to be assholes? <laughs> and then I repeated that line. I might have been five, six. And uh, I was uh, dealt with, shall we say. You were dealt with when you, well, you did something else. One of the neighborhood that was kids. when I was. You said that I said the S word when I was playing yes. Batman. And that never happened. 
That is yeah. absolutely. What do you think, Jim? Do you I got think dealt. I got dealt with in that case also, <laughs> and I did. That never happened. Still I, a hung jury. Because Batman doesn't say the S word in the movie. I wouldn't have said the S word based on Batman. Well, what would it have sounded? What would it have been that would have sounded like the S word? Uh, I could have been shooting. Like I could have been making a machine gun noise. Like no, like that. <laughs> Jim, do you believe him? Jim, do you think I was dropping the S bomb when I was five? I think he was. Well, it's I mean, I I did say asshole when I was like six, but right. that's why it's feasible. Hmm. What about you, Jim? <laughs> when, when were you first punished for your language, Jim? Oh, I would guess around the same time. Okay. I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. You're now, kidding me. Was it was it a word? Seven, that, maybe. Okay. Was it a misunderstanding? Like you you heard a word, you repeated no, it, and you thought, no, I you meant know. to say it. <laughs> you called I, your mom an asshole. <laughs> 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 no, so uh, now I want to hear the story. So, what was Potty Mouth Jim like at seven years old? I don't know old? the story. I'm trying to. I told you I, if I had to guess. Okay, all right, I gotcha. It's it, it, it's one of those things where you can like imagine it. Sure, sure, sure. Right around that time, based on other things, but I can't. I have no specific. So, offering. Jim, you were going around cussing at seven years old. He was, he was roaming the streets. You're kidding me. He was selling drugs. <laughs> I blame. I blame parents. <laughs> Wow. Well, that's why you so call here's an what asshole. You need to do. Here's what you need to do, Norma, is watch the first and second movies back to back. Yeah. You yeah. have to watch them together. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was so mad by They're them, so though. good. They're like yin and yang. The, the, well, I think I think the I attempted. Was... I'm sorry, Norma. The, the attempted a sexual assault is in the first movie. I think the problem was. And the hero stops it. I was not really on board for them seeing the first movie. But once we got past that one part, I thought, <clears throat> you know, the movie is kind of cute. Maybe we're okay. But then it seemed like the second movie just started right off with all the booze in and the, you know, all that stuff. Yes, yeah, because it's a dystopian future. Everything fell apart. Yeah. So it's saying that it's bad. <clears throat> Norma doesn't deal well with like bad guys in movies. She just thinks that movies can't have bad, bad guys <laughs> or something. I don't know. Everything has to be perfect. I just think <laughs> we don't have to necessarily see how bad they are. She'd be real pissed if she watched Elysium. <laughs> well, how would you know how bad the bad guy is if you don't see why they're bad? Or well, like, are we, are we just supposed to be told that this is be like introducing, for, introducing David, he's the antagonist and instance, then that's it. <laughs> did, did you ever watch SpongeBob? As long as he has like a uh, goatee and a devil mustache and a British and a British like accent, that's imagination, enough. Jim. Jim, that's you, how you would know you've you've had a goatee and a devil's mustache before. I would say a devil's Ooh. mustache. Oh, you didn't have the curl. No, I'm, I'm surprised. Devil's, uh, devil's food cake. Jim, you were a madman before the church intervened. <laughs> well, as <in> many ways, <laughs> the church before the Pope intervened. <laughs> Where the Pope had to say. Didn't people have a problem with SpongeBob like in the early two thousands? Yeah, they, they thought him and Patrick were gay because yeah. because the octopus had like a phallic nose, saying he was I gay. Thought, no, I thought it was because they were they thought they were promoting a homosexual agenda. Right? Yeah. 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 Patrick is a pink starfish. Well, yeah, no, but they did. They had one scene where where it doesn't get any gayer than that. I don't know. I what did they do? Me. They found some kind of an egg. Well, a pink starfish resembles an asshole, doesn't well, no, it? Mom, I can't. <laughs> I don't think so. Whatever scene you're about to, <laughs> <She's not even laughs> whatever scene you're about to describe, I can probably name it for you. Probably, yeah. It was the one where Patrick and <laughs> this is and, why he's on the show. Yeah, yeah so exactly. we can get weird. We're gonna delve deep into the the lore of SpongeBob right Patrick now. Patrick and SpongeBob <laughs> found an egg and they hatched it. So then they became the parents, 
And SpongeBob played the domestic role of the mother and stayed home and did all the cooking okay. and cleaning and changing. See if you so, think about it, though, so they were I, actually identifying with the current like true, gender yeah. norms at the time. Uh, so that was that was a uh, a pearl for like an oyster. Yes, that was not a flashback sound effect, by the way. YouTube and uh, there we go. And yes, take us back was... to your childhood memories, Dave. <laughs> so yeah, that was a pearl of an oyster. And they acted as the mother and father. And I, from what I got, it was supposed to be funny that SpongeBob was cross-dressing. That was the joke. Because he... Yeah, it was, kind, it was kind of like... Yeah, if anything, it was just for like one scene. If anything, that would be considered like uh, offensive that he... Like, they uh-huh. were, like the joke is that he's cross-dressing and that's not funny. How crazy is that? That's how people are. Yeah. Right? So if they were pushing the, the, the cross-dressing trans gender agenda they would have done they would have gone out of their way to normalize it right well first of all how can a sponge and a starfish have a sexual <clears throat> they can't the they... creator came out and said that everyone's asexual they he actually had to come out and say <laughs> they that. are he is a sponge after all Before and i believe he died and so it's a cartoon yeah <clears throat> so it's a cartoon <laughs> <laughs> and just to be clear no i believe i believe that sponges do reproduce asexually right yes they, they do that is correct it's a filthy perverted cartoon gabe now he, jim here's the thing it happened in my kitchen sink once aren't starfish like what <laughs> wild aren't 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 we watch i have my kids aren't. watch homeschool <laughs> don't, science uh, fair now don't um don't starfish aren't they don't they re- don't they reproduce sexually with themselves though or is that something no, else they I'm regenerate of- they can regenerate well but I how do they know. make a new starfish star i think from a limb right like they like no they don't grow like a tree dude <laughs> no like a like a limb breaks off and then that one can really i think so i'm not 100 wow. sure on that limb regeneration yeah what else has that i or believe they're both so they, they lizards do, can they grow can, their tail back i grew part of my finger back like asexual. a lizard i'm sorry i'm sorry gabe go ahead yeah they can reproduce asexually but i want to say are they one of the ones that can do both dude that's what i just said i think like there's some weird sea creatures that can have sex with themselves to reproduce, or it's crazy. somebody else in the species. Some well. starfishes yeah. reproduce by releasing their eggs directly into seawater. Is all that right, fishing? Right. Oh, dude, how do? What about how fish fish shoot a bunch of eggs around and then the male comes around later? They don't even do the fun part. Hey, what is this? <laughs> they just and then they just drop a load on some fish <laughs> eggs and swim away. Well, define fun. I mean, American <laughs> Pie. He looked like he was having a good time. <laughs> It's kind of the same concept. Uh. <laughs> oh, so wait. So the starfish can shoot eggs. Oh my god! And yeah, the, the and they can do the limb thing or no? The females. Uh, it looks yeah. It looks like uh, the female sea, uh, starfish starfishes uh, release their egg directly in the seawater, and then the males release their sperm around the same time. When Just the sperm cells come together with the eggs, the eggs are fertilized and begin to divide. Come together. Right so they just now. don't do anything internally. Bow, 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 it's all bow. outside of the contactless. <laughs> contactless. <laughs> They're having COVID nineteen sex. <laughs> oh, <laughs> reproduction of the future. Back, back in to- back back to the future. So, what was that B flat riff quote that we were we were laughing about at church the other day? B flat riff. 
You'd have to refresh my memory. The, 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 the quote from Back to the Future 1 when he's playing the guitar on stage. Oh, I'm sorry. I just popped my microphone. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a standard blues progression in B flat. Watch me for the changes. Yeah, but how yeah. did that come up? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, I, was it me just giving you crap about how all church songs are GC? No, wasn't it that one song uh, that one song that, that person wrote? No, 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 no. no. We're not talking about that. No. <laughs> I no, know, we're I not know, talking about that song. If, I'm just asking if <laughs> that would that be was... very uncomfortable for me to talk about that song right now. But no, it wasn't about that. <laughs> it wasn't that one. No. Anyway, gotta, okay. What's that? Why would it be uncomfortable? Because now we know. See, I was going to bring it up, but I was going to bring it up in a more veiled way so that it wasn't going to be something specifically about your church. Right. Okay. So, like, I was going to bring it up, but now, now David just sort of killed it. Well, well that's, that's a, fine. Oh, my God. I don't God. think anyone from my church um, is well, listening. We need to get Jack to listen. Well, why that's, wouldn't they be? Yeah. Jack to listen. No. Um, so, here's the deal. Gabe. No, listen to Jim. Here's Gabe, deal. Gabe, have you ever heard a song explicitly about abortion? <laughs> I thought you weren't going to talk about it. No, I know. But th- now Jim said nobody listens, so it's all right. Well, not that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> did Gabe die? G- did we uh, don't even say what a thing to say. Yeah, Gabe is dead. Gabe is gone. Oh, Gabe's he's waiting. Okay. Gabe has fallen off. Gabe. Gabe, what happened, man? Welcome back. I have no idea. Did you I okay? decay out? Gabe. Look, can you follow my, my finger across your <laughs> eyes? <laughs> Gabe, yeah, so I need, I need to ask you a question. Have you ever heard a song explicitly about abortion? Oh, what did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you missed. I'm just saying, if you... from Starfish to... I'm yeah, just saying... <laughs> royalty by Nirvana. I, uh, oh, that's true. You're right, See? Gabe. There is a song... Expli- well, but that's... Okay. Yes, but it's not explicit. Because it's very... It's their Nirvana lyrics. Oh, you mean... So they're very... Metaf- I'm talking about this song was about abortion. I'm sure there is. <laughs> but I'm but saying, if you ever... Okay, so theoretically, Gabe, it would be difficult and awkward to sit through a song that was explicitly about abortion, right? Right. That would be a little strange and weird. There you go. Just wanted to clear that up. Not that that has anything to do with anything. I just wanted to make it clear that it's awkward to sit... <laughs> oh, sit um, no, I s- can't think of one. Um, oh, no, an, Gabe knows all kinds old- of abortion songs, Jim. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a playlist. There was an old POD song that was, it was like an activist song. Oh, that's uh, right. It was a yeah. hidden track on their first album that was re-released, but it was um, Abortion is Murder, and that was the chorus. Was like, that's the chorus. <laughs> the, the chorus is Abortion is Murder? Yeah. Hold on. Let me look that up. So what's the name of the song, Gabe? Abortion is Murder by oh, POD. okay. All right. Well, what's that song about? <laughs> abortion. Oh, okay. What's POD? Uh, it's a new metal band, the the crappy kind of music that Gabe likes, except for they're Christian. Oh. Yeah, it's called it's payable on death is what it stands for. Oh. But yeah, that's that's the actually I have um that's one of the only um saying a uh, an actual description. A song with a pro life message that was included as a hidden track in the band's debut album Snuff the Punk, reflecting on the song airs after its release. Uh, lead vocalist Sonny Sandoval said Gabe, this is a seven minute anymore. video. Oh. Yeah, it's a long song. They made a seven-minute song about abortion? Yeah, they own their own record label. They could do whatever they want. It was 1994. Oh, my God. Nobody was telling them to stop. Nobody wants they to talk like about a, abortion for seven minutes. They had, like, a tape deck on the uh, in their garage. Nobody was telling them to stop. This is, was this, like, old P.O.D. back when they were good? Is that what this is? Yeah, this is their very first album. Wait, is this good? 
Gabe loves this kind of music. It's very good. You know, it doesn't matter what they're singing about. You can't understand it anyway. Doesn't matter. I'm from San Diego. They're from San Diego. Oh. We're both from Chula Vista. I have to agree with all of. So what's what's worse, abortion is murder or Rey Mysterio's entrance music? Which Rey one? Mysterio's <laughs> entrance music. I don't think it's that bad. It's oh, not it's good. Terrible. But again, it's from ten years ago or fifteen Boda, years. Boda, fifteen Boda. years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Wow, that's an old song. Jim, remember? Uh, I know. I know you wanted to talk about this. Remember when uh, wrestling entrance music used to be good? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You want to hear? You know who Rey Mysterio is? No. Okay, Rey Mysterio is this li- he's this little Mexican, right? And um, that's all you need to know. That's all. That's really all there is to him, as a matter of fact. Um, Budaka, Budaka. But uh, imagine if your favorite wrestler came out to this song. I want to. I want to hear your honest thoughts about this. Okay. <laughs> this is the same band that did "Abortion Is Murder." Really? Yes. Wow. See, as a San Diegan, I can only pick one thing per calendar year to dislike from San Diego. So I just like, I like the song by POD. I dislike Ray. You can uh, listen to these lyrics. Like a brown crusader. <laughs> are they? Uh, are they even Hispanic? Okay. Pod. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. I guess they're allowed to do that then. <laughs> All right, Jim. On a scale of one to ten, how would you? Uh, how would you? Where would you put that in the all-time r- ring entrance th- theme? Well, it's it's like I would say that's like generic ring entrance music oh you think so yeah and now i don't know how do you feel about this is what here's my thing with with wrestlers ring entrances i hate when they have lyrics oh really yeah except for Shawn michaels that makes sense <laughs> except for that song yeah that's song, that song <laughs> is the so best you like it when they when they sing it themselves basically what about no. the big show no dude because his original his I original show <laughs> his original theme music was actually sung by sherry True, yeah. Like the the oh 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 like the oh oh Sean part? That's from the original track. Oh Sean <laughs> They think I'm cute. They know I'm sexy. <laughs> they got when David was younger and he used to watch wrestling, Holy shit. he'd be oh, watching Big do. Show. Oh my god. And as soon as we'd Rest hear down. as soon as we'd hear the big show was coming Holy out, god. we'd start singing. It's a big show. And he'd get so I, mad at us. He thought we were mocking. Now I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you would not believe how stuck my headphones are in my chair right now. Wow, that's impressive. They, they that so was smooth. that was Sherry singing that one too. Actually, yeah. that yeah, was sensational, yeah. Sherry. Singing which one? The big show, the big show. song. Oh, really? She showed John Morrison's. Yeah, she sung a lot of them. Funny. There's like no comedic value to John. Big Morrison. Show had a good song. I liked his song. Uh, well, Sherry sung the uh, show. Sherry sung the Hulk Hogan song to the Real American song. <laughs> Who did? Sensational, Sensational Sherry. Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> she sung everything until like 2003. <laughs> it was her and Jim Johnson in a, in a basement. <laughs> yeah, locked away. Jim, did you know about Sister Sherry that she was a former professional stripper? No, I did not. How much would you pay for that lap dance? Oh, <laughs> so nasty. <laughs> 
So see, I think I think it's a I think it's something similar with alcohol and being like hungover too. Okay, and being disoriented about the amount of um, hydration that those glands have. Right. Yeah. So I think it's a you know a similar thing with the, you know the amount of water and all that. So it's been it's been crazy, and I'm just hoping that just from now on, changing my diet to what i'm what i'm currently at and just uh, i'm done i just drink water from now on i don't drink i'm just done with everything if it's not water i'm not drinking it and that's really freaking hard because when i was friends friends don't let friends drink tea and drive brad you know you just don't (laughs) bradley just don't drink tea when you're driving that's all Uh, uh, that's that's an excellent point mike Uh, we gotta take a break and then we'll be back for the last segment of the show I'm Broken Link Radio, so like I said, I'm still alive, and and I'm I'm happy to be alive. But it's weird, green tea, as I like I said, as I was saying, I've been trying to eat healthier and do and and live healthier, and the green tea almost killed me the other day. It was eighty ounces of green tea. If you lived in New York City, you would have never been able to buy that much. There was no sugar in it. It's just green tea, man. Right. Well, did I mean? Well, they did ban large drinks, so well. I think green tea is known to amongst like soft soda drinkers and everyone else that it, it has calories in it, right? We're, uh, I mean, not uh, calories, yeah, not, not calories, caffeine. Sorry, caffeine. Yeah, it does have caffeine, uh, slightly less than than regular black tea. And uh, I won't I won't divulge where I work right now. But it what, here's the crazy part: it was the tea from work. Oh, okay. So your right? work is trying to kill you. Exactly. Now here's here's something. Is that uh, while I, while I at work, that green tea never right. is in. It's not, you never have to worry about that tea being cold and or warm. And I'll tell you why. What? Let me ask you this first. What is your ideal room temperature, whether at your house or at work? What do you? What would you say makes you most comfortable? Um. Well, uh, at home because well, my house my house is kind of like um, on the lower level is like half in half out. So the, the right. temperature in the um, on the lower level stays pretty consistent. Uh huh. Um, my I, I gauge it as my sleeping temperature. I'm probably seventy three. No 73? higher than Yeah, no higher than that. For I know you're in a warmer climate, but what a psychopath! So you're one of the psychopaths that I would complain about. <laughs> Because it's too cold. <laughs> oh my lord! I went to work, and and it's it's a special kind of psychopath that lives in lives the people that live in Phoenix and have been in the Phoenix area for a long period of time. Right. Ironically, have the least tolerance for hot climate than anybody else. Well, I would, I would just a, put them in the norm of the rest of the country. They're they're trying to live like people that don't live in Arizona. <laughs> if you. <laughs> If you if it's 110 degrees outside, you walk into a the grocery store and they'll have it set at 71, 72. I went to work the other day and some crazed psychopath has the has the temperature set to 69 degrees. Jeez. Now, uh, I I mean I leave my thermostat set at like 75. It's on 75 right now. Right. And- then on my lower level, it's probably 70. And on my upper level, it's 
just depending on how hot it is outside. It's, you know, 73, 73, 74, 75. <laughs> you have the house set at 70 somewhere? Uh, no, well, the thermostat's upstairs. Oh, okay, all right, I got you. So it's 75 upstairs, and then because, like I said, it's subterranean downstairs, it always is a little bit cooler just by... Oh, it gets cooler as you go down, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, exactly. and then the other thing is, the office at work is a very small office, and there's a fan register directly above your head when you're sitting at the desk. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's set for 69 degrees. Well, I could see how that could be a problem. So you're running in and out of the freezer and the cooler and counting various items and inventorying this or that. And then you sit down to fill out the forms uh, for everything. And you're just freezing. You never stop freezing. And it's it blows my mind because I'm in Arizona. The reason I like being in Arizona is because I don't walk around freezing all the time. As long as I don't go inside a building where all these crazy maniacs have the temperature set to 69 effing degrees in a in the building. Well, let me let me ask you this. Go ahead. As an as a as a joke as being an air is it a dry cool? <laughs> At, well, of course it is. There's no moisture to be had, so it's just freezing, man. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Everybody th- everybody down here thinks that I'm crazy because I enjoy the hot weather and I I I remember having moved back from Rio Rico where it snowed probably 7 or 8 days down there. During the right, winter, right? I, I told I told my previous employer I, I told you guys I never want to see snow again. I don't think you understand how serious I am about that. I don't say that as a joke. No, you. I never as, want come, to see li- snow again. Right. Well, you lived in upstate New York, right? Yeah, western upstate. And New you York. moved to and you moved to Arizona. You couldn't have moved any further away geographically <laughs> or climatically than you did <laughs> so it's obviously you like the heat <laughs> yeah and i i just it was funny to me because i just i think that everybody th- believes that i'm not completely serious my family doesn't believe that i'm serious they're always asking me you should uh you know you should come up and visit i said there's no way i'm coming up and visit unless there's no there's zero percent chance of snow or a heat wave yeah i'll come up in july when it's 99 exactly. for three days straight that's exactly when I'll be there. And if I'm not coming up in July or August, then I'm not coming. I'm not. All right. I mean, I, I could see how if you didn't like that climate, you'd want to get away from it and live somewhere else. I mean, I'm in the D.C. area, so we get more of like a four even seasons, although with the Does that, quote unquote do global you think, warming, it's not. Do you think that it has anything to do with the fact I grew up in New York and I hate the snow and I hate cold weather? So I moved to Arizona. So do you think that everybody hates the heat so much down in this region because they grew up in Arizona? Is that kind of, it's it's kind of the inverse of what I experienced growing up in New York? That would, that would make sense based on, based on my observation. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. That, ha- that has to be, but, but to me, and again, to me, it seems. But in your defense, I you would think they'd be acclimated to it, right? Right. That's what I'm saying. Whereas it seems like, sure, you may hate the heat. But it right. seems like you should have a higher tolerance for that heat since you have lived in it for a long period of time. Uh, right. Much the same where uh, they have a lot of the people that I meet in Arizona, I've spoke about this before. They have such a low tolerance for for cool weather as well. And I don't mean cold weather. I mean, cool weather. The feathered like 40, 45 at the, night. No, no, no. It's freezing. No. We're talking about when it gets down to 65, 
they have a they have a climate uh tolerance of 65 to 73 degrees anywhere after that they complain and anywhere before that they they bust out the winter <laughs> gloves the plush jackets the feathered <laughs> the feathered uh winter jackets i saw when i first moved back up to phoenix my, one of my second days at work uh somebody came in with a winter jacket and the temperature was 63 degrees jeez winter jacket <laughs> like a like a parka, as they would say in New York, right? Uh, one of those winter jackets that's big and plush and has uh, ha they're stuffed with uh, feathers on the inside, and then they got fur on the wrist, fur on right, the wrist, right, right, right. You know, right. to keep sixty three degrees. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. it was sixty three degrees that day. I don't normally wear those when it's like twenty. Exactly, and so I do have a little bit of a blood pressure problem though. So when it starts, I tend to, to cool run on the warm side. When it starts to cool down around here, I don't bust out the jackets and the sweatshirts until it gets to about eh, 40, like you were saying, 40, 45, that, that right. sweats, that's a sweatshirt, that's a hood, that's some hoodie weather, you know? Yeah, yeah. But maybe I'm a, telling maybe you, man. a hat or something. Yeah. Well, I can't do hats. I got this ridiculously dry scalp, and uh, and hats just make things miserable for me. I don't know. <laughs> right. I, I don't, I can't remember it. Being able to wear a hat since I was eight years old, I just gave up okay. on hats by the time I was seventeen. I'm I'm not. I mean, I'm not a, like a cap person, but I will, you know, a ball cap hat guy. But I will put on a, you know, it's the ski hat, and if it's cold, that won't doesn't bother me. I'll put on a ski mask. <laughs> yeah, it's not to not to get too far off topic, but working in D.C., I pick up um, a girl that I used to work with, and she rides home with me in the. Um, and the express lanes. And in the winter, like, she wears a full ski mask when it's cold. Get on the Patreon, scumbags. You're listening to Broken Link Radio. Final segment on Broken Link Radio. We got Norma. Norma, you're here, right? I'm here. All right, Gabe. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> David, you're here. Yes, I'm here. Jim, you're here. Hi. All right. So uh, this is the news segment, right? This is where we usually do the news. It is. I feel like I'm missing something for the news segment right now. You, your can... sheet. Uh, no, I, no, we're doing the news differently this week. Um, you're missing Gabe. Oh, that's right. We're missing the news guy. The news guy isn't here. Well, I guess we need to call him. <laughs> I thought David did the news. No, David doesn't do the news. <laughs> really? This whole this whole time. I this whole time. <laughs> you've been you've been uh Jim, have you I've been, been getting these have you been getting these these uh uh what's the word I'm looking for? These uh what's the word? What's the word? political campaign spam text messages like <clears throat> every five minutes yes, late. Dude, today, today I have dude, I, I want all of these people to die. Hey. And I, I like these are the same people. These are the same people that passed the uh, the robocall legislation. I they're, am a robocall. They're doing the robocalling. You know what That's I'm what saying? I felt about the bills yesterday. I want them all to die. <laughs> you have to. You have to give them permission, they dude. Can't... I think they all did die yesterday. Dude, Jeez. I just have such a violent hatred of everything <laughs> Buffalo Bills. Just <laughs> a violent. My hatred. Dolphins did good yesterday. I don't even know. They changed their quarterback today. 
Did they? I didn't yeah. know they were your. I didn't know you were a Dolphins fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For many years. Didn't we talk about Dan Marino's ass, or was that uh, was that on? Oh yeah, that but I didn't know that made her a Dolphins fan. Yeah. So I, I Dan Marino's ass were, is so powerful that it made I Norma. You guys were a Patriots household. No. Well, I am David and his dad are. We we talk way too much about the Patriots around here. Oh yeah. I actually now I like Kansas City too though because I like Patrick Mahomes. Oh, Even now I everybody's like Mahomes. Kansas City fan. Well, I I am not a Kansas City fan per se, but I I enjoy when my friends' teams do well because I know mine won't. Right. Same. Oh, I'm I curious. Look, I, c- I could actually, do. I don't know about who we calling. Friend, friends' teams do well. Calling the news guy. Ghostbuster. The news guy. You're calling Don Alhart? Don Alhart. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> Screw that guy. <laughs> the window's closed. I'm Don Alhart. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Alhart. He already know, he's on to me already. <laughs> he already knows not to answer. So I tried to I tried to call you last week for the show, Jim, and you you vehemently ignored me. Were you on I, to it, were you on to me as well? No, it's I told you it said restricted. Yeah, like, I know that is the problem with the show number is that it always shows up as restricted, and then uh, and then nobody restrictive, answered. like bras, right or new underwear. Yeah, new underwear. Does does underwear become less restrictive the longer you wear it? <laughs> yes. Isn't that when isn't, isn't that when you're supposed to replace it? Saggy underwear. Well, oh, uh, ideally, but yeah, it does. Do you need to? Do you need your dear balls need to break in the underwear just right, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> what does it say about me? My underwear becomes restrictive after a week. <sighs> do you do a lot of hu- do you hula hoop? A lot? Oh, look, it's the news guys, Norma. Hey, it's the news guy. Glad you could come. All right. Hello, scumbags. Here's your news and nonsense for today. I'm glad that you were all just, for those of you who were just previously tuned into Jim's underwear habits. Jim's big ball busting, (laughs) underwear busting balls. Hey. And his lack of elasticity. (laughs) We are going first to Fox News, a Delta and... A Delta Airlines passenger claimed she woke up to a pastor urinating on her. (laughs) The man reportedly had a bad reaction to a sleep aid. (laughs) She was flying from Las Vegas to Detroit and says that she woke up mid-flight to a man urinating on her. I bet she (laughs) was. I bet she was pissed. Well, that would normally be bad enough. It turns out that the unnamed man is reportedly a pastor from North Carolina. I just thought that's what pastors from North Carolina did. You sure he's not from Indiana? (laughs) (laughs) Well, then it was holy water. (laughs) He was baptizing her. Oh, my God! (laughs) She told the news outlet that most people on the red-eye flight were asleep when she was awakened by something that felt, quote-unquote, warm. Oh, oh man. Oh. <laughs> Fortunately, an off-duty police officer was on the plane to restrain the man who has only been identified by Fox 2 as a well-known pastor from North Carolina. Oh, a well-known pastor. Oh, wow. oh we're going we're gonna to bring another one down, Jim. They're going down. <laughs> they're, they're dropping like flies. The outlet reported that representatives for the pastor claim he was suffering from a reaction to a sleep aid that he took. <clears throat> so it made him get up and pee on her? 
Well, I heard like sleepwalking. I've, yeah, I heard like things like Ambien can make you sleepwalk and stuff. And uh, Jim, I've I've told you the story about <laughs> peeing in our friend Caleb's trash can at his house one time, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I guess that can happen to you in Ambien. So there's a chemical that gets there's a hormone that gets released in your brain that keeps you from doing all the things that are happening in your dream. You so don't I, have that hormone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess Ambien um, can block that hormone. And then you just, if you, if your body feels like you need to pee, you'll just get up and go pee Ugh. on ambient. But also here's the other, here's the other tricky part. Here's the scandalous part that typically happens with a mixture of ambient and alcohol, not necessarily just ambient. That is tricky. Not surprisingly, Beverly has had some lingering anxiety from the incident. <laughs> Such as she was quoted as saying, I left work yesterday because I couldn't stay, but I had to tell them why I needed to leave, she explained. It why? was a lot. My anxiety was really high, literally. Since then, I have only gotten four hours of sleep. Okay, number one, her anxiety is not literally high. Number two. Number Who one. Number two. That was number one. <laughs> number two, what is the anxiety here? Am I am I just like that much? Maybe a, she had her mouth all right, open. All right. Here, here's where I'm going to. Oh, Jesus. Well, okay. That, that prohibits you from working story. at your job the next day. Hold on. Now, Ugh. Jim, you're a, a more empathetic person than I am in a lot of ways. Not in this way. I don't under. So I've noticed that females tend to cite trauma at an unwanted penis. Right. So it's like, I wouldn't know. It's like, okay, so I don't enjoy the sight of a naked man, but like when I get changed in the dressing room, I don't get nervous or anxious or worrisome about seeing another man's penis. Right. But I know that there, that like, essentially, if you see, if, if a female sees someone's sexual organ out, they, that is, you are, that is sexual assault. Right. Don't talk to me. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> So there's something weird about like the females, females, females have like a different view on even an accidental exposure of a penis. I'm not sure so, it was accidental. That's probably the problem because some people are weird and that's a thing. With yeah, but, them. but okay. If you're weird Sorry. though, you're not going to get away with walking to someone's seat and pissing on them. I think he just did. <laughs> no, he didn't get away. <laughs> I think Norma has, uh, she might be onto something here, but I think I might not be able to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that's my thing. Is like, how does it affect you working the next day? I believe, or as I understand, it's like a weird female thing, man. It's like how people get in trouble for sending like unwanted dick pics. It's like, okay, I mean, yeah, I, no, it's like, it's like, okay, you didn't want Brett Favre to send you a dick pic, right? But how, why does that bother you so much? I'm not saying that it can't. I understand that that's not appropriate. What I'm saying is like, what is the trauma here? Right. You know what I mean? I don't understand. I, mean, I go that to work part. the next day. I'd be like, <laughs> "What's the big deal? <laughs> big story to tell." Yeah. <laughs> next. All right, we're gonna keep it in the air, and one of the favorite topics of this show and everyone on it. We're gonna keep it with Nugget News oh. from Dubai, India. Uh oh. A plane passenger caught smuggling gold nuggets in rectum to avoid oh. taxes. Oh. Whoa. Ouch. <laughs> Indian customs officials say that they found about two pounds in bullion <laughs> shoved into a man's rectum. Brad, do you have this image just so that uh, they can see it as well? Or do you need yeah, to No, it? I don't think we want to see it. <laughs> no, we Jim, we don't want to see it, do we? 
I'm clicking over to the show's uh, thing right now just so I can see it. <laughs> Indian airport authorities literally struck gold when they spotted a man walking oddly. They discovered He's he had about two pounds oddly. of <sighs> they didn't about two pounds gold. of bullion shoved into his rectum, according to a report. Rectum. That's Officials at the Air rectum, Intelligence Unit mined the stash. <laughs> worth about $60,000 from the unidentified smugglers but dude this guy had $60,000 of gold up his ass another passenger on the same flight was caught carrying more than three pounds of gold so officials did not disclose if that traveler had concealed it in the same fanner, manner alright I'm bringing up the picture on the on the, the zoom meeting right now Jim oh, can you see it that? that's disgusting the three pounds of gold is like how, what? Gold. Have you ever had a three pound dump? There's gold in them there butts. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that, dude. What? How does that go in there, dude? A lot of dedication. <laughs> <laughs> the one on the right looks like a pencil. Uh, not a pencil, like an eraser. You know, the pink yeah, eraser. Yeah, it, looks a, eraser. it looks like a school No, eraser. you know what the one on the right is? It's when you've already wiped and there's one little drop. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, what's so... so <laughs> what am I looking at? That after uh, no, the no. post the yeah. gold post uh incident? Yeah, this is this is the gold that they removed from this man's asshole. They removed okay. it? Oh well or somebody how would they get how were they gonna how would they? How were they oh, gonna get it? Gosh. So oh. that's two pounds from the first man, three pounds from the second, <laughs> and on Wednesday, custom agents seized just under a pound of gold from a passenger who landed in Kozikodi, known as Calicut, on an Air Arabia flight from Sharjah in United Arab Emirates. Wow. The gold was hidden, hidden in the traveler's underwear. So not that could worth be it. pounds of gold right there in that. No, that's not even worth it. Ugh. Mm. I don't know. How, how much did you say the value was that that was for Gabe? $60,000. I mean, I'd have a lot of things shoved on my ass for $60,000. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> that's disturbing. Oh. Next. Next out of Bay Village, Ohio, from News 5 Cleveland. A priest in Bay Village or a Bay Village priest says someone called police about a homeless person. But it was a statue of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> tear it down, tear it down. And Brad, Brad, do you have the image for this one so they can see as well? Um, oh, and you know, I tried to do this differently so you didn't make me work so hard. But all right, one second. <laughs> a priest in Bay Village says someone called police to report a homeless person. Turns out it was actually a statue of Jesus. The sculpture was created by Timothy Schmalz and depicts a man wrapped in a blanket. <laughs> Hold on. This is created by Tim Timothy Schmalz? You're killing yes. me, Schmalz. <laughs> <laughs> the, the sculpture depicts a man wrapped in a blanket and laying on a bench. Oh, I thought you were going to say With laying in a manger. <laughs> <laughs> Within 20 minutes of the sculpture being installed at St. Barnabas. Oh, I accidentally, I'm accidentally sharing your kid, Jim. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Episcopal Church. Police were called, according to Alex Martin, the pastor at St. Barnabas. He tweeted that he spoke with an officer because somebody reported a homeless person sleeping on a park bench. Then we have a... I'm getting the picture, I promise, I swear. <laughs> I was wondering what you're doing. He's having a hard time tonight. Well, because... Because... 
I kept accidentally bringing up your son's profile, and that's not who I'm trying to get. The Bay Village Police Department issued the following statement regarding the incident. <laughs> the Bay Village Police Department received a call regarding a possible homeless person <laughs> laying under a tarp on a bench by St. Barnabas Church. Okay, so here's the picture. They call they. What? <laughs> you know what's funny? You know what's, you know what that looks like the guy who the homeless guy sleeping on the bench in Back to the Future. You know when he comes back at the end? Am, am no. I the only one? Okay, when he he drives towards the he drives towards the clock tower and then he comes back and then as he's coming back from the future and the car's on fire and stuff, he drives past like a homeless guy that's on the bench. Oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does look like a like it could be any homeless guy. He doesn't have shoes on, yeah. The residents of Bay Village are encouraged to contact the police department if they see or hear anything unusual. This is an example of many different calls for service that the Bay Village Department Police Department receives. Jim, if you saw a homeless guy on the bench and you and you realize that that's where he found himself for, for the night, would you call the police on him? Yeah, why would you call up the police? That, it seems a bit excessive. Like, like who is if that if that was a real homeless person lying there on the bench? Who is he bothering at night? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that's amazing. Many of our officers are certified in crisis intervention training, which creates which quote creates connections between law enforcement, mental health providers, hospital emergency services, and individuals with mental illness and their families. Unquote. I'm confused. Ple- oh, I'm confused. Why is that Jesus? Well, because he he wasn't wearing sh- shoes. But the point is, it's a no, homeless. She's saying why would that be? Yeah, a- why would that be no. a Jesus? What does Jesus laying on a bench have to do with anything? Yeah, Jesus never laid on a bench. Stop <laughs> wearing shoes. No, I'm. The point is. <laughs> Oh my God. Obviously, it's no. Jesus. It's right. not now, see, now Gabe's, Gabe's going to zone out because I'm going to talk about religion for a second. Jesus was a homeless person. Okay. So that person called the police on someone that could have been Jesus. That's the whole point of the piece. Oh, huh. I don't know. Next. He wasn't done, was he? I don't care. No, I still have one last <laughs> What do you care? <laughs> Next, from the New York Post, New Yorker suspends writer Jeffrey Tubin for showing penis during Zoom call. <laughs> why? Why can't these old people get Zoom under control? What is the problem, man? The New Yorker star, writer, and CNN chief legal analyst <clears throat> Jeffrey Tubin exposed himself on a Zoom call. Oh boy! And has now, Bradley, do you have the picture? Oh, and uh, has uh, now no, been no, suspended. I don't have that picture. <laughs> now been suspended from the magazine a report said monday speaking for old people old people are used to something that has since gone far away which is called privacy privacy within your own home Mm -hmm. you don't normally invite the whole world into your home jim who wrote those anti-privacy laws Mm. old people or millennials millennials um well, well, I'm pretty sure they said the same thing when like the telephone was invented. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they got used to that one quick. There's a there's always a better generation. It was always the one before this Trust one. Trust me, nobody ever gets used to somebody else's penis. Was that were those <laughs> <laughs> were those the only details you had on that story, Gabe? Because I think No. Uh, okay, all right, yeah. All right. Keep going. <laughs> the incident happened during an online meeting between magazine colleagues and WNYC workers last week, the sources told Vice. Quote, I made an embarrassingly stupid mistake, <laughs> yeah. said Jeffrey Tubin, believing I was off camera. He yeah. was Tubin. <laughs> <laughs> I, be- 
I believe there was no on Zoom. I thought no one on the Zoom me- call could see me. I thought I had muted the Zoom video. Okay, okay, okay. Was he just sitting around? Yeah, Gabe, what was he doing? Yeah. He wanted to show everybody his penis. He didn't oh make a mistake. Lord. He's evil. Wicked man. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeffrey Tubin on this said Zoom call was actually masturbating <laughs> on the oh Zoom gosh. call. And that is his, quote, embarrassingly stupid mistake. Okay. End quote. Okay. Aww. So it's a mistake to accidentally say something when you thought you were on mute. It's a mistake. It's a mistake when you, you know, like the commercial, that one commercial where you show up for a Zoom meeting in your underwear, but you didn't realize that it had already started or something like that. That's a mistake. It's a mistake when you go over to your wife and she doesn't have a time. Yeah, on. when you start having foreplay with your wife, like like we talked about last time. But when you start cranking one during a Zoom meeting, that is absolutely intentional. Even if you didn't well, mean for people to see you, like you still can't do that during your meeting. <laughs> like what? <laughs> And I know, I know, I know Jim's been doing it the entire time we've been on, but that's besides the point. Both people who spoke on the condition of anonymity in order to speak freely noted that it was unclear how much each person saw, but both said they saw Tubin jerking off. Oh! It was unclear how much they saw. (laughs) The two sources described each other. Some of them stayed until the end of the meeting. The two sources described a juncture in the election simulation where there was a strategy session and the Democrats and Republicans went into the respective break rooms for about 10 minutes. I guess Tubin really likes politics. At this point, they seemed like they seemed like Tubin was on a second video call. The sources said that when the groups returned from the breakout rooms, Tubin lowered the camera, lowered the camera. The people on the call said they could see lowered the camera, dude. Oh so my he God. was on a different call. Jim, he messed up the calls, maybe. Jim, what what kind of uh, what kind of call was it? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the. <laughs> that was an erection I think I just call. Called on in class. <laughs> <laughs> Tubin then left the call. Moments later, he called back oh, in. Oh, the erection. <laughs> Seemingly unaware of what his colleagues had been able to see and the simulation. <laughs> so, guys, what I miss? <laughs> or no, somebody's like, no, you just missed, bro. <laughs> Tubin's cast email has been disabled and has not been able to. T- he has not tweeted since October 13th. Uh, I yeah. disable his email. <laughs> appear on CNN, where the network's chief legal analyst on Saturday. He asked for some time mm. off while he deals with a personal issue, which yeah. we have granted. Got a few of them. I uh no, that's all right. I I feel like this is that guy who at work who always has like he if you go to his work email folder he always has like crazy amounts of spam from whatever. Like he doesn't understand that you can't do that stuff at work. You know, it's like bro, like hey, uh, you can't shop for these things because what 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 am I trying to say? It's not even just like a sexual (laughs) thing. It's not a sexual. He like he's he's having illicit internet traffic at work like he doesn't get it you know what i'm saying filter yeah yeah, exactly thank you nsf uh not safe for work yes dude (laughs) i don't know why that was so hard to get out of my mouth Um, nsf you know (laughs) nsf you know (laughs) nsf you it's like when biden was trying to talk about the constitution (laughs) you know how the thing goes he was he was there when it when it was signed right all right, and that's, that's your news and nonsense for today. Thanks, Gabe. Uh, we'll see you all later, scumbags. Thanks, Norma. Thanks, yep. uh, David. Thanks, Jim. 
Gabe, uh, good, good job with the news today. I appreciate it. Bye.